0: What's up everybody? Welcome to episode 220 of Valley Town. I'm Chan Man V, and I've got Gallon over here for the first time. What's up, Gallen? How's it going,
2: man? I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, man. It's awesome to have you finally, man. I've been, you know, I've been hearing about Gallen and playing in the scene for a long time, being practice partners for a lot of, you know, players winning tournaments. And then now finally we get a chance to to uh, not only see you actually do super well at a tournament recently, but you're going to be front and center soon, which we'll talk about in, in, in obviously in a little bit. Just here. a bit, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, it, it, it was exciting. Um, I, you know, I've been playing in the tournament scene for like quite a while now, yeah. and there's been like a lot of tournaments where like I made it to the top cut yeah. or like just below the top cut, and it was always like, oh, I lost. So finally, <laughs> have like a decent result for once. So yeah
0: yeah that's awesome no i mean that that's the story of hearthstone right like i feel like there's there's players that you always have to have that breakout moment and it's like whenever you have that breakout moment then all of a sudden the community like a lot of people learn who you are and and then for some reason like wins just come right, you know after that too they just seem to come in bunches so it's it's kind of funny hopefully
2: that would yeah. be great <laughs>
0: you know so second we've had the, we've had our share like dog and everybody that's finished second many many times they've had their share of like doing that and then finally winning one so maybe it's like a tiered thing you know so you're in that second place and hopefully the next thing will be the first place um but anyways guys we got a lot to talk about this show we've got um obviously gallon here to talk about just grandmaster and everything going on there uh, we've also got tons and tons of cards to review. Given that we've only done, I think one, or, no, maybe one, two on the show so far. So uh, they had the the final dump, or you know, we the giant stream with Kibler and and, and Chris and and uh, everybody. So it, it, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about all the cards. We're not going to go through each one of them. We're just going to kind of look at them all, uh, and then we'll, we'll we'll point out the ones that we think are, are worth talking about or our discussion points. Um, and then last, what well, Q&A, got any questions, definitely um, you can tweet them uh, at ValuetownGG, or you can just type them in chat here. Or you can always email us, guys, at Valuetown at TV if you ever uh, want to Ask a question before the show starts. But uh, we're going to start out like we always do our week in Hearthstone. Gallon, what you've been up to in terms of Hearthstone? You've been playing a bunch or uh,
2: anything? Um, so there hasn't really been much to do on ladder recently. So uh, I've been entertaining myself by playing uh, like this really awful, just tremendously awful warrior list. I, I used to okay. call it Bad okay. Warrior. Yeah. And we put in conventional rippers and like a bunch of 10 drops and stuff. Now it's <laughs> yeah. Big Bad Warrior. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, we've I've been playing a couple games like Soleil on a stream. We got mm-hmm. like a couple good ones, a lot of bad ones, but there there are a couple good ones as well. So I, I don't, solid I like five percent win rate. I have I have a good time playing
0: bad decks sometimes. I I don't like I, I don't know if it's just me. You know, I'm obviously different than you guys because you guys are obviously at the top of the ladder and everything. But um, I don't know. I, I I sometimes I just like to to run some bad decks and try different things I would normally normally wouldn't try. I don't know if you guys, I mean, do that during those segments. It's, it's a certain segment that you guys do that with, right?
2: Yeah. It, I mean, it's, uh, we definitely try them, but it's it's not in, like, good faith. Like, we're trying to learn them. You know what I mean? It's more <laughs> right. like, wow, this is really bad. Maybe we can win with it.
0: Oh, right, right. It's like so, a challenge I mean, more than it is. Yeah, 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 the, yeah.
2: The next power spike is running Cleave, so it's just not, oh, my God. it's not great. It's yeah, not great. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, that's cool. So, Warrior, that that's definitely uh yeah, definitely a class that I've been trying to avoid recently, just because I think I've played it played way too many warrior games in the past. Um I've been still sticking to Shaman. I've been playing so much shaman that I just I don't know. I'm just kind of addicted to the shaman class. So are you um, playing are you playing like the uh,
2: Aggro agro overload shaman or just like Just
0: both. I've been playing all kinds. Like not the Murloc one. I play basically everything but the Murloc Shaman. So yeah, so the overload one's a lot of fun. Crazy control one is super fun. Um, yeah, it's just it's amazing how much Shaman actually has and, and people hasn't, haven't really gotten a chance to, to really delve into a lot of the utilities it has just because, you know, Murloc's so good or, or you know, there's another control deck, you know, Warrior specifically, that's just better. Um, so this is the expansion, maybe. You know, maybe we'll start seeing uh, a bit more with totems and all this crazy stuff that we're, we're going to be talking about. But yeah, the Shaman class, I, I really like how what they've done with the Shaman class, you know, at least design-wise. Have you got a chance to play any shaman shaman at all? Anything?
2: Um, I think I play tested some Murloc Shaman for like mm-hmm. one week of specialist. Like the they were I think it was Purple that was preparing against Nalgadon, and Algadon had like mm-hmm. brought Murloc Shaman like a previous week. So mm-hmm. um the stats on it like had a super favorite versus everything. And, like we played it out and it was just it was good, but it wasn't like good enough. Right. You know, like continue playing it. So Yeah. I don't know. Mur- Murloc Shaman seemed just kind of ugh. I like the other shaman though. I, I think that overload shaman is actually really interesting. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, and, and they, they're they're doing a little bit more with overload too,
0: like giving a little bit more value again with overload. So, um, yeah, that's something that they just needed to do. That 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 mechanic is just in uh, just just the the actual the ba- the fundamentals of, of the overload is really really hard to design around. So, yeah. it's it's been pretty cool to see what they've been doing um, just recently with with how to make up for that value. Uh, but, but yeah, so, you know, not too much going on. It's always a little bit quiet during these times, at least in terms of playing, because everybody's excited about the new cards. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it's only a week away. You know, the new expansion is coming out August 6th. And, um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty crazy. It's going to be interesting to see the, you know, obviously this is the week before we always see these streams, like these, uh, what do they call it? Um, uh, theory crafting streams and, uh, the firesides, you know, where where people get a chance to play the new cards. Are you going to do any of those things beforehand? No,
2: I, I think that there's like a couple people that are streaming from uh like the Blizzard office. They're yeah. doing like a pre pre release stream. Like mm-hmm. Purple, Slissa, alley a couple other people. What I want is what they've been doing in like the past expansions, which I think is a really good idea. Is they've been releasing like one powerhouse card. Yeah. Before the expansion drops, so right. like. Archmage Vargoth before rotation, and everyone was running, like, the Resurrect Priest with Archmage Vargoth, <laughs> right. or um Aaron the Fox, if you remember that card. Yeah. Uh, Archmage Vargoth was, like, super busted in that meta. <laughs> like, if it lasted for more than a week, it was terrible, but for that one week, it was actually super fun. So, if yeah. they have, like, um, card that gets released beforehand. That that's what I'm excited for. Well, they could choose from a ton of them. <laughs> it
0: would probably have <laughs> the so same Vargoth. Yeah, it would be like Vargoth like like levels if they chose any of them. Yeah. But I agree with you too. It's like a, a you know mini meta like right before we get a ton of it. It's uh, that's all it takes sometimes. It just takes like adding a couple cards and and you know, you know at least everybody will try it once it comes out. You know that everybody will be building decks around it, which is always fun. So yeah, you know hopefully they, they do that. They, I don't think that I've heard any mention of them doing that. So Know maybe they maybe they won't, yeah,
2: yeah, but um, maybe they will, maybe they won't. They don't really announce it beforehand, I feel like, yeah, they might have announced it for um, Marin the Fox just because that was like the first time they really did it, but Mm -hmm. besides that, I can't remember it, so who knows, yeah, maybe a surprise. surprises,
0: okay? Well, um, kind of moving into uh, I guess GM, uh, you know, obviously, big. Big summer for you uh, in terms of grandmasters. You touched on already just a little bit, but um but you know, like we started off. I, mean, I was like watching you cast for the first time. I was like, oh, that's cool. Game Gallons actually on the desk and cool. And then and then obviously you know Vegas and having that that great run. How was Vegas by the way? Like was there was there anything you know? I, obviously, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to you uh, about Vegas,
2: but um
0: you know, how did you feel about the whole thing and and even just like the finals and and, and
2: having your chances at winning at Vegas? Um. I'm gonna be a bit biased here. I, okay. I love Vegas. Vegas yeah. is great. Um, I think so. If we're talking about the city itself, Vegas is probably not my my kind of oh. scene.
1: <laughs> yeah, like yeah,
2: sure. it, it's a little bit too over the top for me. But um, being able to hang out with like the Hearthstone community at anywhere is just so much fun. Like the Hearthstone community is so cool. The tournament itself went like really well. I you know I prepped with Zelay and Purple for the tournament. We spent like days upon days of like trying to figure out a good bomb warrior list. We um mm-hmm. we actually like nailed the sideboards. For that, uh, for that tournament, I think that was really important. Like, there was a bunch of people that brought Bomb Warrior, but a lot of times they didn't have like the correct sideboards. You know, there were some people that didn't have an anti-mage sideboard, and like when you looked at the top eight, it was four or five mages. You know, yeah. Um. So overall, I the prep went well. Tournament was great. Not even like counting the uh, result, just because like hanging out with the community is just so much fun. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, getting everybody together, I mean, it, it's, it happens more than it used to, but still, you know, it doesn't happen all the time. So I think when everybody can can get together and just, yeah, I mean, just the community itself, just being all together is is a lot of fun. Just Hearts Community is awesome. So everybody in there, all the streamers and everything, you know, like what you see on the streams are pretty much who they are. So uh, that's that's the nice thing about it. Yeah, that's
2: us. for sure. Zlay is, yeah. is fun to hang out with a person. Yeah. He's very, similar. so is Purple, so. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Purple, uh, Purple, I don't know. I, I feel like Purple sometimes gets he gets such a short, you know, he's mis misunderstood man. <laughs> like you know, he, Purple is Brian is nothing like that. Like in, in in person, and and he's not that different on stream. But for some reason, it comes off a lot worse on stream. I don't know why.
2: I well, I, I think like if you go into Purple stream, not expecting him to play specifically well. Yeah. But to be entertaining, it's a lot better. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he plays entertaining games. You know, you can't yeah. go in like trying to be like, Purple, what are you doing right now? It's, Don't do that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about somebody who likes to do just crazy, dumb stuff sometimes. It's
0: yeah. him on purpose. You know, so, yeah, so that's fun. Yeah. Uh, Parson uh,
2: community is, is great. Like, not even counting yeah. the streamers, just like the players themselves. You know, like mm-hmm. it, people are just consistently cool across like all spectrums of, of play. So, yeah,
0: and people have a, like a lot of respect for each other too. You know that's what's what's great. You might might practice together, but you know for the most part, I, I still think people generally share you know s- stuff whether it's you know online over Twitter or just you know in Discord or or, or not. So um, it's nice. You know, there's not much drama in Hearthstone. You know so that's why everybody gets, goes crazy when there's some kind of drama. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, definitely good. I mean, yeah, I mean like that. That's actually a really good thing that there's so little drama in the scene. Yeah,
0: yeah. So big news, obviously, this last week, you know, um, uh, with all this expansion stuff, uh, the eSports team snuck in a couple days ago that uh, the Grandmaster for Season 2 is going to change. But before that, we had the big announcement that you're going to be replacing Dog in Season 2 of Grandmaster. So congratulations on on making it into
2: Grandmaster, man. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, that was a a really cool announcement. I'm a little bit concerned about it because I would like dog to still be in the league mm-hmm. he's you know he's a fantastic competitor for me personally obviously it was like kind of a dream come true i got to like the highest level of hearthstone competition which was what i worked for for like the last mm-hmm. several years of my life so you know can't complain
0: yeah you know i mean you ready to win now <laughs> you're ready to win a oh, world hopefully, championship hopefully yeah.
2: uh yeah making worlds was not like something that was on the table mm-hmm. until the past week or so so <laughs> that's just, like really weird you know it hasn't really like settled in yet yeah yeah
0: Maybe, no. that'd be amazing, man. God. World champion of Hearthstone. That's that's yeah. It's pretty. I, I bet like not not having that be a possibility a week ago. Now
2: trying to to
0: really get wrap your mind
2: around it's it's, probably it's crazy, a, but, Like if I, if I had yeah. a fifty percent win rate throughout the entire entire tournament, it's like a one percent chance of happening. So it's mm-hmm. like not. Not a high chance, but it's a chance. You know, it's (laughs) higher than zero. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, you know,
2: everybody gets a shot.
0: And and this year, you know, world champion's at BlizzCon, too. So going to be, you know, super hype. Uh, You know, not that the other ones weren't, but there's something about it being at BlizzCon and everybody there. That uh, you know, it's, it's it's extra special. So I'm glad they're they're bringing it back to BlizzCon. Um, but yeah, so in terms of uh, season two, they they also announced some changes here. Which uh, let me bring up the the actual page. And man, I am so happy about these changes. <laughs> like I'm so happy about the format change. That that's the biggest thing for me. Give me um, a second
2: to pull this up as well, sure. just so I'm like on the same page as you. Sure.
0: Um, I'll, I'll I'll let me just update folks listening. Uh, in the meantime. So they announced that they will be changing the format for the season two of, of Grandmasters. Now note that this doesn't change the soul event. You know, the soul event is still going to be Specialist and, and what we all expect it to be. But the second season, the season two uh, of Grandmasters is going to be doing away with Specialists and bringing back uh, Best of Three Conquest featuring a shield phase which is basically you can protect one of your de- uh one of your decks and so, and you still the ban you still ban a deck but you can protect a deck too. So um it's kind of interesting obviously because it's a best of 3. It's not a best mm-hmm. of 5 like we're used to, you know when you're bringing still bringing four decks. So there is going to be one deck that's left over and there there will be this like uncertainty as to what that like if you if you go 1-1 you have to play that third third match, right? There's a not sure which deck that will be, right?
2: Or or <sighs> I think, like, level one of the format is uh, normally in Conquest. When we had, like, best of five Conquests, mm-hmm. you know, where you had a ban and then you had to play all three of your decks, the leading strategy in that format was to try to target something that your opponents would be bringing.
0: Right. Um,
2: and in this format, it you have, like, a best of five in terms of, like, the amount of decks that you have, but you're only playing a best of three. So if there's, like, one deck that they're trying to specifically hard target, you can just, like, not play that deck the entire series no. and you don't, like, have to worry about that weakest link kind of thing that was going on in previous specialists or Mm -hmm. previous conquest formats Oh, that's nice i didn't think
0: about it like that yeah that's cool it's a
2: a very i think it's going to be a very deep format or it could end up being like bring the best decks but i would need (laughs) to play more games of it to figure that part out so yeah i I think the whole targeting thing of conquest which uh, i actually wasn't a big fan of I, i felt like uh trying to hard target one deck list is kind of like against the not necessarily like the spirit of the game but it's more interesting when they're like 45-55 matchups instead of like 20-80, you know, like yeah, Quest Warrior versus, uh, or Odd Warrior versus Quest Rogue just like wasn't a fun game to watch or play, you know what I mean? So stuff right. like that not being in the equation I think is good for the format.
0: Yeah, I don't think any of us like the rock paper scissor type of <laughs> type of situation. So, um, yeah, definitely would love to see that, that type of situation where you know you can outplay you know the the, the actual uh, matchup versus it just being too too high of one that you can't you can't overcome. So uh, <laughs> there there will still be I think in the later rounds we will still I think best of five will are are you know will be in play.
2: Yeah, here we go. I think in the playoffs, best of five will be will return. Yeah, so, so this is actually listed under quality of life change, and I, I don't think it is. I think it actually is pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the this new like conquest that they're doing, if they have just best conquest, that's probably fine. Like you go into an open field, right? So if you start like in every single game that you play is the the shield phase format, right? So yeah. you're like I can't really be hard targeting. Then when you go to like the oh you have to play all three of your decks, and that like matters a bit less, right? Because yeah, 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 okay. you, you, yeah. you wouldn't have gone into the format like trying to hard-target something. So when you get to that phase where it could come up, you're not going to have that deck list, and your opponent's not going to have that deck list. So that, for mm-hmm. that, it's fine. I, I think for specialists, I, I don't really like best of five. I think that uh, best of five specialists is actually like less skill-intensive than best of three specialists, as weird as that sounds. Um, I, I, it comes down more to like if you have the counter in your secondary or tertiary or deck list. So something like... Uh, imagine a uh, like bomb warrior versus mage in the finals, right? Yeah. And home warrior doesn't have an anti-mage sideboard. Then like (laughs) you have to play four games potentially with like no sideboard and your mage gets some sideboard in those four games instead of just two. Right. So I I don't know. I'm not a big fan of S the five specialists, but I I think for the new form that they announced is actually really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, I mean, I can I can tell you, at least for me, for me and people that listen to the show, you know, you guys know how I feel about Specialists. So, um, you know, this change, I think, is going to be, um, you know, something great for Grandmasters because, you know, I, I was thinking a lot this in this first season it's just like, oh, man, you know, with Rise of Shadows coming out and all these different kind of decks, it's like, it'd be great to be able to, like, see yeah. Conquest, you know? That, it, it's like a perfect... Time for conquest, and you know, us not being able to see it, and especially and still not being completely homogenized, but pretty close. You know, mage and warrior were super strong at the end, and uh, we didn't see the nightmare scenario, but it, it still could linger there, where it's just like one deck everybody's playing it kind of thing. Um, it was you know, we didn't quite see that, and and I to be honest, I didn't think they were going to change it. I thought it was just like you know, it was all right, you know, in Vegas, it wasn't terrible, you know, it wasn't bad, it wasn't, I don't think it was like crazy good, but it wasn't bad. And, um, you know, it wasn't enough for me in my mind to, to, like, think that Blizzard would actually make a big decision and change, you know, change the format completely. So, um, you know, kudos to them. I'm excited to see Season 2. You know, can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to see more decks, you know, with, especially with the new cards coming. It's going to be pretty exciting to be able to see uh, a lot more decks uh, and not just, you know, just sideboard, basically. So, you know, just the tertiary and secondary decks. Um, but, okay, man, anyways, you know, congratulations on that, man. We're going to be rooting for you for sure. And uh, you know what division they're swapping the divisions too,
2: right? Like They're, yeah, they're changing so up first. I, yeah. yeah, here I need to look at it again, but I think I'm in the same division as Purple and Firebat. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it, of it's course you are. Yeah, somewhere here. Um, I've got oh, uh, I've got Strife Pro, Nalgidon, Muzzy, etc. Purple, Firebat, and Eddie. And I, I you know, I'm I'm friends yeah. with a lot of these guys. So. Yeah, of course. It's going to be interesting. I was actually helping uh, prepare for, like, last season. Yeah. Which means that if we play against each other, then I'll have to find someone else to, uh... (laughs)
0: yeah yeah that's just uh that's just the nature of it man when you know you guys are are top players you know you're you're gonna get to a point where you're gonna have to compete against each other so yeah <laughs> that's funny um okay well anyways you know want to definitely try to get as ma- much of these cards reviewed as possible so we, we might as well just get into it because you know most most people want to hear that right now so but um but you know grandmasters guys definitely check it out once it starts after the soul event uh, which all of that's coming up in the next couple weeks, so uh, yeah, get ready for it. It's going to be an awesome r- roller coaster ride there. Uh, okay, well, let me bring up the uh, cards here. So what we're going to do, guys, we're just going to look at class by class, just all the cards, and again, we're just going to kind of kind of um, point out the ones that we think are interesting. So I'm not going to read out every card and that sort of thing. I'll just read out the cards that we we're, we're discussing. So we're going to start with Druid here. And um, I mean, we'll probably have to talk about the quests because obviously the quests I, I think are, are pretty uh, obviously unique to each class. And, and some of them are strong, some of them aren't. So we'll, we'll kind of evaluate that. So let's start there. The untapped potential. That's so the quest. End four turns with any unspent mana. And then your you reward is the. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, how do you pronounce Assyrian that? Assyrian tier. Assyrian tier. Okay. Which Assyrian tier is. Let me just. Confirm by clicking on this real quick. Um, It is uh, passive hero power. Choose one cards have both effects combined, so um, uh, yeah, obviously can be really good. So what do you think of this card, Galen?
2: Um, I wasn't super excited about it when it first got announced because they didn't actually like show the uh, the choose one cards that were getting printed the set. But when I take a look at like some of its support, it seems like super nuts. it might end up just being that, like you, you play the choose one cards that they printed anyways without the quest, because like, well, we can talk about the cards later. But like, yeah. o- o- Oasis Surgery is is so incredibly good that like maybe you're supposed to just play on tap potential for it. And the same thing with Crystal Merchant. Um, yeah, I would need to like actually like, play test it out, but it looks promising. I, there's like some quests that don't look that promising. Osirian Tier is definitely not one of them.
0: Yeah, the the Oasis Surgery, which you're talking about, five mana, three three elemental rush, choose one plus two plus two. On that three three, and you summon a copy of the three three. So, the, the, this this kind of thing is is I feel like is one of the th- themes or or uh, common des- designs for for cards in this set. You know, where it's just like you have a body and then you summon like another body too, like a token as well. So, yeah, this being a five five, and you get like another three three. That's insane, <laughs> but uh, obviously you'd have to do it a little bit later. Uh, the unspent mana thing. Do you think that's a it's a tough thing to do. Like, what do you think about that? Just generally, if you were to run this and, and have to like really eat the mana.
2: Um, I think it's like the the deck is going to have to have like on and off turns, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you design your deck list around this card, then you're going to have like certain turns where it like becomes easy to not spend any mana. I think like normally as a druid, it's pretty easy to like not hear a power on turn two. You're not like really doing anything else. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get to, like, turn four, turn five, turn six, maybe you should be, like, spending all your mana. So it's really going to have to, like, map out its game plan mm-hmm. with, like, the cards that it plays. Uh, yeah. A lot of times, like, in Hearthstone, you don't want to, like, you you want to spend your mana, right? Yeah. Like, playing a uh, three-mana card on turn three, four-mana card on turn four. So it's going to have to, like, find a way to uh, get around that uh, limitation.
0: Right. It's kind of interesting they did turns versus just pure mana. You know, they could have done just, like, have ten un you know un unplayed mana or or unspent mana, and, and having that be the the prerequisite. But they actually did turns, which is I think a little bit steeper, to be honest. Um,
2: yeah, I, I agree with that. I, yeah. I think that it, it becomes uh, very awkward to not play your cards at a yeah. certain point. Right. Right. So. Uh,
0: okay. So another thing too that's uh, been I feel like common in this set, obviously because of the the Elise and and uh, Reno and just just all the the heroes from the past. Um, is the Highlander. See so, yeah, they brought back Highlander singleton decks and um you know with Druid they have Elise the Enlightened, which is a five mana five five. if, if your deck has no duplicates, duplicate your hand, which is like nah, eh, I don't love this this version of it, but I don't know. What do you think of this?
2: Uh I think that duplicating your hand is super broken. Like oh, really? it can be used for okay. really broken stuff. There there was someone that posted like this very convoluted OTK. If you have like the certain five card hand. Okay. And you hate it. You can actually like kill someone. It takes like a hundred actions, and it's a bunch of animations. But like maybe you can just like OTK someone. Uh, I think at least is a lot different from the other other uh, Highlander cards because it's not necessarily a Highlander card. You could be making like a combo deck that like tries to cycle through its deck list super quickly. Oh right, right. And That's just end up with like with singleton deck anyways, right, right. and then you, like craft your hand to a uh, combo off exit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It might not necessarily like kill someone in a single turn, but you could still do some broken stuff like being able to copy your hand.
0: Yeah. I mean at the very least it's value, right? Like I mean you're yes. just being able to you know have five cards and get an additional five cards. I mean well, that's the big be, that's one great.
2: is with Flubidinous floop, I believe you actually get infinite value. You you play a lease, okay you copy a floop, the floop becomes an lease, now you have two elises in your hand. So when you play oh, wow. the, the second one, then it copies the third one, now you have two more leases in your hand. And you keep <laughs> keep doing that over and over oh, and God. over again.
0: So that's no.
2: pretty gross. Wow. Okay.
0: All right. We're definitely going to be seeing YouTube videos of this kind of stuff. That's yeah, for sure. It's going to be some either incredibly <laughs> janky
2: combo deck or like super powerful, and someone's going to, you know, pop off of it and it has to get like immediately nerfed. But yeah. I think either of those two are like really cool. So yeah. You know, yeah. So.
0: Excited about that. Uh, let's see. Any. Anything else that's pretty interesting here? I mean, there's definitely a lot of heal cards. Um, that... there, there's
2: so many broken cards in this yeah, format. Yeah. Everything is so interesting. I know, exactly.
0: Uh, and throw up another one. Hidden Oasis. What do you think of that one? That's another choose one card. Summon a 6-6 six, six Ancient.
2: With I think taunt. Hidden Oasis is probably the... Hidden Oasis and Garden Gnome, I think, are the two worst druid cards. And Hidden Oasis okay. isn't even that bad. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. No. okay. Yeah. Uh, The the other Druid cards I like, I think Anubisath Defender is very reminiscent of Arcane Tyrant. That was really powerful in Druid before. Crystal Merchant is super nuts. Like, holy cow, Crystal Merchant is crazy good. And then, like, B is a pretty good removal spell and Tempo Tool. I don't know. Crystal Merchant. The the thing about that card is that it's two mana, right? So Mm -hmm. there's a, a bunch of these, like, Lackey cards in the set. And Face is Lackey, pulls a two mana card. Okay jesus lackey can sometimes pull a crystal merchant and you're oh, gonna get blown I see. out that oh, is like okay I see. Is so good. yeah
0: that's true yeah. that's true well yeah, i mean you still have the un- i mean so for those of you wondering crystal merchants it's a two mana one four if you have any unspent mana at the end of your turn draw a card so um i mean you're gonna draw you're gonna draw one card right i mean so it pulls this and then it comes up and then you draw a card right and then, mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically like a you know
2: manatite totem or something, and it's going to die. I mean, people are going to kill this thing instantly. They're not going to let this live. Like, well, like compare it to the manatite totem, right? Like, yeah. let's say this was a three mana manatite totem. Now it just has like plus one, plus one compared to manatite, right? Yeah. So, like in that sense, I think it is super powerful. It's a manatite totem with a buff on it.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
2: <laughs> it's it's the, the, crazy. the power creep yeah, is insane.
0: Actually, that's really that. good, and,
2: and it yeah. works super well at the quest too. So, I, I, I I'd be super surprised that crystal merchant didn't see play. Yeah. I mean, overall you think druid is strong
0: i mean you know like because th- this is completely different than what has been strong with druid which was the token
2: v- variation of it uh um, druid is pretty is in a pretty weak spot right now mm-hmm. Yeah, and for sure the parts that they printed are like very busted so we'll probably see something with druid this expansion these cards are like just so good that it might just pull druid's kind of lackluster basic and classic set into the forefront anyways yeah uh, just on the back of like cards like Oasis surgery which is even without even without activating the quest, Oasis Surgery is a five mana three three that plays another three three and they both have rush. That's like a three yeah. for one for five mana, which is it's super busted. Crazy. So,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: Um I wouldn't be surprised to see Druid like come together with this sort of mechanic of choose one or unspent mana. Mm-hmm. But the cards themselves are like very good
0: look like at overflow man if you're, you're hurting for cards seven mana restore five health to all characters and draw yeah. five cards yeah <laughs> like compared to the sprint i mean it's just like laughable i mean it's 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 nuts like how, how much more powerful so these cards are um i personally love bees bees definitely like was whoa know, my fa- hey fi- chairman yeah, yeah. bees you gotta, bees. you gotta sorry sorry bees there <laughs> With we go. The exclamation. Emphasis. yeah yeah no i actually really love the design of, of bees <laughs> you know because of how you can use it there's like so many different ways you can use it you know on your own minions or on your opponents so i'm kind of excited to see you know just 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 some of that in action it's just small things i i, I tend to like like gravitate towards the small things mm-hmm. okay so that's druid uh oh my god hunter hunter's next we start off with the crazy ones, man. Um, Hunter. So, I mean, watching Hunter today was just kind of crazy. Usually, it's it's very hyper, you know, hyperbolic. Like on the stream, they, they try different crazy things just to really accentuate the, a lot of these cards. But um, but definitely, I saw some incredibly powerful things in terms of, of what the Hunter Hunter can do. So we're gonna start off with a quest again. Unseal the vault. This is uh, summon twenty minions, which is like that's a lot. Uh, and then you get the the Ramp Ramkahens roar, which is uh, the plus two. It's, it's like power, it's like Savage. Uh, plus roar, two to all your minions. Plus yeah. two
2: attack to all your minions. Yeah, it's
0: basically Savage Roar for for two for two mana. Mm-hmm. Which uh, pretty crazy, you know, the fact that you can get Savage Roar any turn you want, and uh, you know, obviously it's like okay, well, can can hunters the board? Well, they've got Swarm the Locust that summons 7 one Locusts with
2: Rush. <laughs> Which is busted. That card is so good.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, there's, there's definitely multiple cards. So um, what do you think of Hunter?
2: Um, Unsteal the Vault is, like, super interesting. It's kind of like they reprinted uh, Force of Nature plus Savage Roar. Because, like, now you have Unleash the Hounds plus Ramcan Roar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know how good that's going to be. Like, maybe it's just going to be too hard to summon 20 minions. But if Hunter gets to the point in the game where they get that hero power... It is going to be so hard to fight for the board effectively it's the other person that you'll probably just like get run over mm-hmm. um and then i i think 20 is a lot but they also printed swarm locusts this expansion which is like nuts <laughs> right. like for so many reasons first of all it's someone seven which is 33 percent or more of your quests and it's just a busted card
0: i mean it's got rush too so even if you're just using it as removal right like it's okay. It's you not bad. To like, <laughs>
2: you know? you so. have a turns to like Swarm of Locusts, you trade off one of your one one rush minions, you play a Timberwolf, and now you have like yeah, exactly. a bunch of two. It's it's gonna be board clears for sure. Um crazy, man. It's it's pretty nuts. So it'll be interesting to see if that works out.
0: Yeah. So here's uh here's their version of um you know the not not quite singleton, but you know, if your deck has no duplicates, then summoning um Dino Tamer brand is a seven mana two four. If your deck has no duplicates, it summons King Crush, and it's like, oh yeah, that, that's that's nice. <laughs> that's definitely a yeah, nice touch. Lots there. of
2: stats for not that much mana. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. And it's King Crush. I mean, come on, you know, it's like extra special because it's King Crush. King Crush should be blue. Like, why is he green in there? Like, I, I don't, I don't even understand that. <laughs> so,
2: so, it's pretty uh, nice interesting too, because like in Wild, you can go Bran into brand yeah. and just summon two Crushes. Yeah, you got that's, two four two four eight 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 eight. Oh so. my god! Yeah, exactly. That's just
0: that's so totally nuts. Um, they've got a pretty interesting card in terms of Wild Bloodsinger. You know, this is the this is kind of like a I don't know, kind of combo killer, or you know, sometimes some type of some type of deck that's built around one card. Um, this is like the Dirty Rat type of card. You know, it's yeah. a six mana. It's a six nine too. Let's, let's just start there. It's like a six mana six nine, but it summons a minion. From your opponent's hand, and, and you attack it. So it's some. It, it actually summons a, a new copy of it. Is that right, or is it actually the the,
2: the, it, the it, they they um they play the card from their hand? Okay, so they I actually it, play the card. I, I kind of read it, the card read it card. as like uh, it can be like a Boulder Fist Ogre that says battle cry your opponent discards a card.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be. I mean, you're probably going to take more damage than that, but it could um, be
2: like a six five. Yeah,
0: yeah, you'll you'll probably be a, yeah something like that, and. Uh, hopefully it's not a poisonous, <laughs> minion.
2: That Maybe, that's really, like really Maybe like the tech. Maybe this card is just super good, so people start running, you know, patient assassins for some reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, but overall, it seems pretty solid to me. You know, it, it's it's it feels like a um, at least a utility card, right? Like you, if you need to counter some type of deck, there there's the ability to do that. So that's definitely nice. I mean, Scarlet Web Weaver here reduce the cost of a random beast by five. It's a six mana that five like- five.
2: Yeah, it's probably a combo card, right? Like you try to hit a Tundra Rhino or something, and yeah. then you have instead of five mana to combo off, now you have ten, and there's probably some broken thing you could do with that. I can't. Um, I'm not like sure if this card is going to be great, but it, it is promising, right? Really, it's not front loaded. Is the problem? It's just not front loaded. Six mana, five five isn't great, but like the the battle cry is super powerful. Stuff like well. Go back I, to, I mean, if uh, you Green got, like, Forest. Savannah
0: yeah. High I mean, that's like a one, like, the, you can play that with it, like, on turn 7, you know, like, I don't know, sure, like, sure, I sure. Feel, it seems, at least with even just a single play, it seems good. Maybe it's not broken because there's not, like, an obvious choice to, to have reduced in that way, but, the, yeah,
2: the other yeah. problem with it is that you have, like, the Hunter decks right now play, like, a bunch of cheap beasts. Yeah, so when yeah, you hit, yeah, like, yeah, a true. Spring Paw, it's not, you know, it's not that great. When you hit a High Mane, it's powerful. When yeah. you hit a Timber not so much. Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah, you're definitely going to be uh, missing sometimes. Um, okay. Any any other cards here? There, Hunter's Pack definitely was that was discussed quite a bit whenever it, it came out. Just the you know, I think a lot of people thought it was like, um, I don't know, just like a better version of Arcane Select, Or no, they were they were talking about Master Skull, right? It, it was it was it was uh, compared yeah, I- to that, but. Not as good, right? Like it, this they're, they're is... both
2: three mana draw threes, but besides yeah. that, they're like not at all similar. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I was kind of like high up on Hunter's Pack until I saw all the other cards that got printed, and all the other cards are just like so good that Hunter's Pack <laughs> seems like a bit worse now. Maybe it sees play if like Reno Hunter becomes a thing, or like yeah. Highlander Hunter becomes a thing. But okay. besides that, I'm not sure if this card is actually like good enough with the other cards that they released. Yeah,
0: feeling like Tempo Hunter is still is still going to be a thing at all, or. Uh, or, or what type of hunter do you think is gonna be the um, preferred archetype? I, I still or...
2: think I still think Master's Call Hunter is probably gonna be the one that they're that people are gonna run, but mm-hmm. like maybe it's Master's Call where you run Unsealed the Vault and Swarm of Locust. Like Swarm of Locust yeah. is such a powerful card by itself that it probably slots really easily into a Master's Call Hunter right now. Yeah. And that makes he, sense. Doing that just makes Unseal the Vault good enough to run as well. So yeah. it'll be interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Oh the, this this uh Secret too. This pressure plate. Oh my God! After your opponent casts a spell, destroy a random enemy minion. So I mean, you know, it's it's obviously something you can play around. But if you add that on top of the other secrets that are out there as well, and especially when we're talking about like a you know a spell type of hunter, I mean, this is a very powerful secret by itself. Just being able to remove you know an enemy minion, especially if if you're playing like a bigger type of deck. So um, yeah, I, I think that's like crazy good too. Just adding that to the this, the secrets just generally in this that you know like anything revolving around secrets in this expansion is just nuts you know and and hunter didn't get as much as mage did but this is still pretty good
2: when your deck is hidden information so like if you're in a tournament and you get to see open deck lists then it doesn't yeah. become as relevant yeah but true. like on ladder when you don't know what your opponent is playing every single secret that's added to the game makes a secret deck better because your opponent has to play around more stuff right yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: so you know if you have like eight secrets instead of five suddenly it's like oh i can't really play around this one anymore. So,
0: right. Oh, is that better or worse? You think design wise for Secret? You know, because it was kind of nice to be able to sequentially check and, and, um you know, instead of just like, oh, it's just random. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, literally, you know, I, I can, I, there's, there's no way to really. Just it becomes harder, right? It, it becomes yeah.
2: harder to guess, but like mm-hmm. that's also kind of skill rewarding in itself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're the, someone that can guess better against uh, the amount of secrets, then you, mm-hmm. you know, you get the payoff from that. Mm-hmm. If okay. you can play around yeah. one that other people can't, then
0: yeah, you know, fair enough. So it's like
2: good, it's good and bad, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, uh, I'm gonna take a real quick break here, and uh, I want to remind you, just let you guys know that um, the the episode today is brought to you by. Uh, ZipRecruiter. For those of you aren't familiar with ZipRecruiter, it is a job recruiting uh, website that uh, is the the best website actually (laughs) uh, right right now in terms of finding candidates and has the the best ratings in terms of being able to find candidates. I've used it before. Um, The way it works is that it aggregates uh, with a lot of job or aggregates a lot of job boards and kind of brings it to you in all one place. So you're looking for. I don't know, just like an engineer or something like that. You can, you know, create your job posting there and then it'll send it off to a bunch of job postings. And you literally get emails on that day, like literally a, f- a couple hours afterwards, you just start getting a ton of emails back with uh, great candidates. So at least my experience of it was was, was great with that. So um, I think it's 100 leading job boards it sends out to, um, they have powerful matchmaking technology. So the people that actually um, that you actually get in the emails how, have gone through this uh, match matching technology that ZipRecruiter has. And so, um, you know, they're just trying to get the best fit for, for the people looking and for your, you if you're, you're actually looking for um, an employee. And then um, uh, four out of five employers say that, uh, you know, four of the five employers that post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And that's kind of what I was meaning by like getting all those crazy emails. So anyways, right now, um, you can actually try ZipRecruiter for free if you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash uh, again, that's ZipRecruiter t- slash Value Town. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, so let's move on to another power class, which is Mage. <laughs> so um, this one, uh, again, with secrets, is just like insane. But hey, we'll start off again with the quest: cast ten spells. Which ten spells ain't that too bad, you know? Sorcerer's Apprentice. I've seen turns where they've almost got ten spells before. So uh, ten spells, you get the Ascendant Scroll, and then the Ascendant Scroll is. Uh, Basically, for two mana, you you add a random mage spell to your hand, and it costs two less. So you're you know you're using that two mana for a discount on the spell. Uh, so yeah, overall, I mean, what, what do you think about that? I mean, you're you're basically always going to be able to get spells from from mage from I, right now.
2: I'm not a big fan of raid the of sky temple. I think that it's too clunky. the The deck that would be running it right now is mana cyclone mage because that's that's the one that can yep, actually generate enough spells to get to that point. Problem is that raid the sky temple is a one mana do nothing that you have to play to. You know, you have to. Draw that card every single time, which means you have one less card in your hand. And mm-hmm. mana cyclone mage is a deck that really, really, really benefits from ha- both a having cards in their hand for mountain giant and yeah. b uh, cards that aren't do nothing. Like the more cards that do something in your deck, the the better mana cyclone mage gets. You know, because a lot of turn a lot of times, like you have these two card combos where you know you draw one and then if you draw the other, something becomes super powerful. Stuff like you know mana cyclone with elemental evocation or mountain giant with conjure's calling. When you have raid the sky temple always in your starting hand it means that you you know you're seeing three cards instead of four on the play or four cards instead of five on the coin and it's just i i don't think that works in this specific uh archetype and i don't think the payoff itself is actually high enough you know it's not primordial lift because it's a random spell so a yeah. lot of times it'll just be like something that's totally useless yeah exactly so yeah it's I, i'm not i'm not a big fan of raid the sky temple i don't think it'll see uh High amount of play just because it's just too clunky to run a quest that does nothing like this in a deck that is so draw dependent like mana cyclone mage.
0: Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, so you know, quest not being able to run the quest that's okay because they have they obviously have a, a lot of different other. Yeah, yeah. no, they don't need it. <laughs> you know, they don't even need it. You know exactly that. So Reno is their their hero here, and Reno the. Relicologist. Um, this this one, you know, this one's a decent removal. It's got, a, if your deck has no duplicates, deal 10 damage randomly split among all enemy minions. It's a 6 mana 4, 6 body too, so... Um, yeah, this
2: card by itself is nuts. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, the Hunter, you know, when we were just talking about the Locust, I mean, you can remove all that, you know, easily. <laughs> you know, and and uh, so I think that uh, Mage has already been pretty good at removing stuff. Cell- I mean, it hasn't really been much of a removal type of deck in recent history because it's just been so so mid range tempo oriented or just big big turns with Conjurer's Call, you know, and things like that. But um but you know, historically it's always been pretty good in terms of removal and I think that we're we're starting to see some of that return, I think, to the mage class. Uh, especially in the form of secrets. You know, like we've got Play a secret, deal six damage like like Cloud Prince. Play a secret and do like AOE damage like Arcane Flak Mage. You know, deal two damage to all enemy minions. It's not not. It doesn't include your minion. You know, like a lot of the mage uh, board clear before like damage your minions as well. This one's just purely enemy minions. And then we've got the uh, the last one, which is like. Um, like an explosive trap for, for a, a mage, which is Flame Ward. It's a secret after minions attack your hero, deal three damage to all enemy minions. So, yeah, what do you think about all this secret stuff? I mean, is it uh, going to be super good like for control? Like, what, what kind of mage do you see here in terms of win conditions and stuff like that?
2: Uh, I wasn't excited about uh, secrets until I saw Ancient Mysteries. I think mm-hmm. that card is going to be like the linchpin that seals the deck together if it works. Okay. Like being oh, able okay. to play the secret and... The, the the payoff card on the same turn is going to be like so critical for secret decks. Yeah, um, it, when it, you can play like the uh, the tempo oriented secrets. Normally, when you play yeah. tempo oriented secrets, they get procted. You know, your yeah. yeah. like entity opponent plays them in, and Suddenly, your cloud prince or arcane flag mage, mm-hmm. or specifically your cloud prince doesn't work, since uh, now you can just like hold it, play the zero mana secret, play the cloud prince. Suddenly, it becomes a lot easier to play stuff like Mirror entity, which is a better secret than something like ice barrier in a tempo deck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point, actually. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, most of these cards that I just kind of read off. Ancient Mysteries, by the way, is a two mana draw a secret from your deck, and it causes Euro. So, so it's uh obviously a great great discount. But all these cards, you know, it is like after you play a secret, after you control a secret, and all you know, like you said, you can you can actually control that on your turn versus. You know where where the the value always came on your opponent's turn,
2: so I, I yeah, think this crazy. is like so nuts too. Like this yeah. might even see play a mana cyclone mage just because mm-hmm. of the fact that first of all it's a pretty cheap spell, ancient mysteries is a pretty cheap spell, but also the secret is zero mana. Suddenly you get like another extra spell off your uh, mana cyclone for free, which is that's
0: <laughs> it's true. Very good Great yeah, card. like like we haven't seen enough spells off of mana cyclone turns already. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is going to make that even more consistent. I, I agree. Like th- replacing it's probably easier to replace a couple cards actually. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think that's going to be super uh, super cool. Here we got Naga sandwich here. Change the cost of the spell in your hand to five. You know, obviously people always think about Fire Blast, but uh, any other candidates that that you see like. Like any crazy expensive spell that that if it was five it would be crazy broken.
2: I think that Pyroblast is like pretty expensive card to run. Um, like obviously they have puzzle box of Yogg Saron that that looks kind of nuts. Suddenly you have like a pretty much you pretty much have Yogg Saron. You got like a five five, which is the same thing mm-hmm. as a seven five, really at that point yeah. of the game. And, you know, puzzle box itself is probably how many spells Yogg Saron um Are and you, you also really have the benefit
0: that? Are you really going to run puzzle box? Yawks well, puzzle
2: box is like puzzle box is like a. The, the Yoggstron effect we've kind of determined was powerful enough. Mm-hmm. So, if we end up coming to stages where Mage can get to turn 10 pretty reliably, mm-hmm. Puzzle Box might just be like a Hail Mary that you, you yeah. have to run because its effect is like so powerful at winning lost games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think another card that might be played with Naga Sandwich is uh, Power of Creation because that's like an actual. Oh, tempo
0: right. You know, the, I think like, reducing Blizzard
2: mana? from six mana to five mana isn't going to do too much. Flame Strike from seven to five also isn't like spectacularly powerful, but Power of Creation to five mana could be like super good.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and what's cool about this is like it's not changed just like one; it's like change it's the cost of spells in your hand. You know, like all of them to five. So your Secrets will turn to five too. So that that can be obviously a little tricky, but. Um... Uh, I don't know. It seems like it, it. seems like people will definitely be messing with it, messing around with it at the very least. And there's like a neutral card. The um, what was it? Is it the king? No, the fair. Is the King Ferris? I think is the name of it. That.
2: Uh,
0: it's yeah, it's, it's further down yeah. here. Let me see
2: it. It might be like Tomb King Ferris. Yeah. It's, uh, no, yeah. it's just King Ferris. Yeah. yeah.
0: King Ferris. And for each spell in your hand, summon a random minion of the same cost. You know, ten mana, five five. I mean, that that could be pretty awesome if you're having you know like, like obviously very large large spells in your hand um but you know could be just situational too it's just like you're thinking about i'm thinking about optimal situations right now and, and or the ideal situations right now and that, that might not ever happen
2: in a real game but i mean uh, i think for tomb king ferris specifically what you're going to see is is maybe in a specialist tournament so like at master's soul yeah someone is going to bring like an anti-warrior deck and they're going to cast luna's pocket galaxy and they're going to have like puzzle boxes in their deck and they're going to have like tortolan pilgrims in their deck and what they're going to do is is like they they're, they're going to have like one man at king ferris and one man at tortolan pilgrim and be able to do like some stupidly broken stuff with uh with like expensive spells like puzzle box on. Mm-hmm. Like can you imagine that as like an anti warrior sideboard? <laughs> yeah,
0: one oh my god. King ferris. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be crazy. So, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see that, man. That I King of is definitely going to be something I'd do on day one. <laughs> so uh, Mage seems to yeah. be a pretty good candidate for that right now. Yeah. Uh, all right. So anything else in, in Mage that that you think is worth uh, mentioning? Really cool?
2: I mean, Dune Sculptor and Tortolan Pilgrim are also very powerful cards. Uh, Tortolan, you know, that seems like a post board anti-warrior kind of stuff for Cyclone Mage. Dune Sculptor, I have a bit more hard time like imagining where it's going to fit in, but mm-hmm. like... Casting a spell and drawing a card yeah, that's has never really been good. bad, right? Like, right. it might not be as good as Lyra, but it's also like 3 man—it's two mana cheaper than Lyra, right?
0: I mean, think of, think about that with Mana Cyclone, right? You just play this card and you have one of those Mana Cyclone turns.
2: You're going to overdraw. Yeah,
0: you're <laughs> going to totally overdraw. But, I mean, like, okay, maybe you don't do it on one of those turns. But you do it on, like, you know, one of the it's turns true. that you don't
2: get crazy discounts. You do it right? the turn afterwards. You, you yeah. get a bunch of spells from Mana Cyclone, and then the next turn you pay off, and you turn <laughs> you them into, keep, like...
0: You just keep drawing diamond. tons of spells every it. single turn. Yeah, let's <laughs> just keep it going, yeah. So, that's so fun. It's going to be super fun to, to play an age. Um, okay, so moving on to Paladin here. Uh, the quest here is play five reborn minions, which that's pretty easy, actually, to to accomplish. Uh, and then the um, hero power is eh, it's not not as great. It's just summon a 2/2 copy. Well, actually it's two summon a 2/2 copy of a friendly minion. So um, is that is that a 2/2 copy of just something on the board right now or just generally a friendly just something in your deck? I,
2: I It's going to be like a face manipulator kind of effect where you have to have a minion play okay. and then you can copy it. Okay. So. And
0: so that could be really good obviously with with um, I don't know death rattle minions, you know like even uh, even like Sahed's Pride, you know here, but you're not going to get it until like a lot later, I guess. So, um. uh,
2: I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of like Paladin cards. The the Paladin cards I've seen are like kind of lackluster compared to just like how powerful the rest of the set is, which is kind of crazy to say because like the Paladin cards aren't bad. Raisin's Zelda's a great one drop, you know, whenever you summon the pack. Yeah, and, like Sanwa's Queen is also not that bad. Two mana, three one at two, two one Sanwa's to your hand. But I just think that. uh
0: no, not bad. Doesn't yeah, cut it. You know, <laughs> not, like, well,
2: yeah. So Sir Finley is is busted. Sir Finley in a Reno Paladin deck is going to be busted. But I'm not really sure if like Reno Paladin is where it's at. Well, it works. Yeah, yeah. And then Tip the Scales is like it's reminiscent of anything can happen, right? But the I, is, is anything can happen only had to run like five Murlocs for the combo to work, and then you have the two anyfins. This you have to run like a, a dedicated Murloc Paladin deck, which is it's not. Murloc Paladin isn't like the best tempo deck of the game, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I,
0: I, I don't like cards like Tip the Scales. Like, I mean, I, j- I just generally, I mean, they're they're good, you know. They're definitely good. I, j- I just generally don't like the design of just like, hey, play this card, and you place, you know, it's just seven things pop on the board, you know. And actually, somebody, and mission, you know, Nomi, Murloc Paladin. That, that could definitely be something. Not a huge fan I of Nomi. Know.
2: I, I don't think Tip the Scales would be that scary, you know, because it, it's going to be. Uh... Like, a Murloc Paladin deck will have to have, like, a bunch of cheap Murlocs in their deck for yeah. the skills to be good. And suddenly you have, like, a really wonky build where, you know, you have this 8-mana card alongside your 2- and 3-mana cards, and you don't really have, like, a way to bridge that gap. So,
0: Yeah, but let's just say you... I mean, it is 8-mana, so you, you'll have to have you'll have to have played a ton of Merlocks before, you know, you even mm-hmm. get to this card. So, I don't know, maybe one time, you know, you, you, you basically load up one time, and then the second time, you probably... You might not even have that much ammo left, you know, like, to run two mm-hmm. typical skills... But, um, yeah, you know, so I, I'm sure it'll, it'll have some degree of power, but I mean, like a decent amount of power. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't necessarily see that, especially with all the removal. There's so much removal now in, in every single class, uh, or at least all but like a few classes, um, mm-hmm. that this type of. Fill the board, you know, just like once or twice isn't enough. You got to be able to fill the board like four or five times, you know, like, like Druid, it's, you know, been recently, you know, and be, the ability to do that sort of thing um, to, to really have an effect in terms of of, of having that kind of winning condition. Um, but Sir Finley, you know, you mentioned before, Sir Finley is a two mana, two, three Murloc. If your deck has no duplicates, discover an upgraded hero power, and that's a battle cry. So you don't want to lose Sir Finley and tip the scales, that's for sure. Like, Sir Finley is just too dang good
2: for the battle cry. I I don't think, yeah, I don't think a Frito <laughs> Murloc Paladin is a real thing. Well, just well, because Sir Finley that's has a <laughs> That's true, too. That's true, too. It's got to be interesting. Uh, no, I, I think uh, Sir Finley is kind of like Keloseth in that you, you're going to have, like, this really hard restriction on yourself, right? But when you draw it, it on turn two, it's, like, super busted. yeah. I'm not a big fan of Keliseth. I just don't like playing that against that card. You know, when my opponent drew Keliseth against me, I'm like, all right, it's one of those games. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like Sir Finley kind of has the same thing, where if they don't draw, it's like, cool, it's Reno Paladin, it sucks. <laughs> when they draw Sir <laughs> like, oh no, they drew the card, that works. So this game is just so much harder now. So yeah, I, I don't annoying. know. It, it, is a, it is a powerful card, though. Sir Finley by itself is is a powerful card. Like, a lot of Reno decks would love to have this card in their deck, so... You know, yeah, might need a more things, but this is a good start.
0: To be honest, I think Paladin got screwed like big time in this expansion. Yeah. These cards are like not—I mean, they're not even. Not only do they not measure up to this expansion standard, they don't really even measure up to like Rise of Shadow standards, which was already like a very you know I would I'd say uh, uh, a, a much less powerful type of uh, expansion. So this. Yeah, I I don't know who designed that or decided to pick these cards.
2: One super powerful removal spell in Subdue. Like, Subdue is, like, really good. Two mana set of minions attack and health to one. Like, compare that to a Hunter's Mark, for example, which sees a lot of play. Suddenly you get a Hunter's Mark and Humility at the same time. Yeah, but I'm
0: I'm used to, you know, two mana equalities back in the day. You know what I mean? Sure, 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 sure. Because
2: this is, like, not in (laughs) (laughs) in the set.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. so... Obviously, that was crazy broken, but still, you know, like just subdue is seems subdued to me. It's good, no question. And it, you know, it can work great with you know, pyro and 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 uh, those type of things. But yeah, overall, I, I just I just don't see any broken guards, and and that's like what this expansion is going to be measured upon. So, um, you know, paladin decks, you know, paladin decks have been you know relatively powerful, you know, just currently. Uh, but I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up. You know, after that, we might not see any paladin like move, uh, after this expansion or during this expansion time. Um, okay, well, let's move on to priest here. Uh, okay, so priest, you know, up, up until now, you know, obviously resurrect was a huge element of priest, but um, you know, reborn, I think, has kind of replaced that a little bit here. We, we're definitely seeing a couple of reborn things uh, from a thematic standpoint, but uh, the quest here, activate the obelisk. So uh, this this was like announced like this past week, or this was reveal, uh, revealed this past week. It's restore fifteen health, which that's not hard at all. Actually, if you you know count all these like heal all. All minions or, or uh, friendly minions, and the reward is Eye, which is a um, it's a, a a heal three like, like restore health for a uh, friendly character or friendly minion. So you can restore like your your hero, or you can restore a character, but it, it, or a minion. If it's a minion, you'll actually get a plus three plus three uh, buff as well. So um, you know, I think a lot of people don't like this. You know, like 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 the the hero power. I think the hero power is good like I don't I don't get it like people are saying dynanoman compared to Dynomancy and things like that I'm like no way like you get three I mean you heal yourself first of all you can actually have the choice you can actually heal and you get an extra one one bluff on it on it compared to Dinomancy so yeah what do you what do you think you think this, this card's bad too or or not
2: I, be- I think the, the hero power is is good the hero power yeah. is good um I I think the quest itself is actually really difficult to complete restoring you 15 so? health. okay it's just so hard, man.
0: With circle <laughs> like, and, and pyro and like, really, well, is like, about it
2: is when you get like Northshire cleric, wild pyromancer, circle. Mm-hmm. The problem that game isn't that you like don't have a quest to complete, right? Yeah. Because when you draw a wild pyromancer C- circle cleric, you probably won anyways, because that's like kind of the the high roll of the deck, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you don't draw those cards.
0: Yeah. Sure. I mean, and, but
2: yeah. Activate the Obelisk isn't helping that at all. You know, it's like, it's good when you get the good draw. It's mm-hmm. the same problem as the Mage Quest has, which is those kinds of decks rely so much on, like, the initial cards that they see. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you're one card away from completing a two-card combo that, like, lets you kind of pop off with uh, the amount of cards that you draw. You know, maybe you need the Circle of Healing or the North Star Cleric. Yeah. And when you have this one mana do-nothing for, you know, the first... Eight turns of the game suddenly that's a lot harder to uh, meet that condition um
0: okay yeah that makes sense
2: i'm not a big fan of it maybe there's like it, it could be one of those things for like later on you know a couple expansions from now or one or two expansions from now they uh they have a way of like really easily restoring 15 health and suddenly this card becomes busted i'm just not sure if like with the current cards in play that this is going to be a good quest
0: yeah okay yeah i think i could that, that makes sense i mean healing being able to heal yourself three is pretty good too you know like given against certain decks um yeah. so it,
2: it'll be well the other problem is like when your opponent knows that you're gonna activate the obelisk deck maybe they just don't attack you <laughs> you know like <laughs> that something... be funny yeah
0: okay so, i see what you mean yeah
2: there is some play around it as well so i don't at, know uh I think the others are not super sold on. but there there's a ton of really good priests. Go totally. I mean, even the one right next to it
0: here, High Priest and Amit. I I don't know if this is good, you know, but, but I, I think did. I think this is. Oh, you, I mean, you think it's busted? I think it's like super cool, like design wise, like definitely uh, like really awesome. It's a four mana two seven. Whenever you summon a minion, its health equal is equal to this minion.
2: So, talk to, I to mean, me. I just about can't it. wait. For, yeah. I can't wait for the turn where someone goes like coin High Priest Amit wisp wisp. <laughs> exactly right Uh, what I've seen so far from this uh, card it's like the application is specifically with Divine spirit inner fire you can go high priest limit uh, stone tusk 4 and then just like divine divine inner fire Um, and the card itself it's power level is like just so high that you can like just play it on turn Mm 4 which is like the hallmark of a good combo card when you can like play it without the other parts of the combo like, it's a good tempo card. It's a good combo card. It's probably a good control card. You just play High Priest Amit, Accolade of Pain on turn seven. Suddenly, you have like five extra cards in your hand. Just
0: play um, like, like a, a a cleric.
2: I mean, a freaking North yeah, cleric is pretty well. dang it's like awesome. Five mana, two, seven, <laughs> and one, seven. I, I like, tempo wise, it's great. Value wise, it's great. Yeah. I, I think High Priest is like mega busted.
0: A definite auto add to, 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 I think, Priest, in my, in my opinion. It's going to be Absolutely. A, a lot of Absolutely. fun. Um, so, uh, let's see. Yeah. Plague of death. We, we talked about last time, just outright removal. I mean, I I don't know how you can keep something on the board with that. That is pretty much destroy everything.
2: Plague of death is no psychic stream. Psychic stream was busted. This card is probably all right. It might like, just because the extra two mana or, or, uh, Yes, extra 2 mana is yeah. a big deal, because yeah. usually you get hit in the face for like 15 extra damage from yeah. 7 to 9 if you don't deal with the board. Play, yeah, And the decks that we saw Psychic Scream in earlier, it was something where you wanted to do like Psychic Scream on turn 7 or turn 8, and then you had the turn 9, Cloning Gallery where you win the game on the spot. Right. You know? So it was a really That's good bridge-the-gap kind of tool where mm-hmm. you know, you're know you in a little bit of trouble, you play Psychic Scream, and that just disappears. Yeah. Um,
0: it was never really an issue of actually destroying
2: it. It was just more of an issue of just,
0: you know, like there was never... Stay yeah. Yeah, the yeah, Mana is it. really
2: important. men is really important. Yeah, for um, sure.
0: Um, Psychopomp
2: is nuts. That yeah. card is like so, so good.
0: It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, someone, a random friendly minion that died this game, give it reborn is the battle cry for it. I mean, it's obviously a tiny body. In, in Pump, if you've run two of them, obviously affect the the reborn key, well, you know, stack there. People
2: but. were like, people were playing... Um, they, they, people were playing, like, Injured blade master just so that they could go, uh... What's the card? Ancestral... Not Ancestral Spirit. Um,
0: Blademaster?
2: Ancestral, or? uh... No, the four mana discover a minion that died this game and resurrect it. Uh... Ancestral, uh...
0: Dude, I can't remember.
2: It might not be Ancestral. It might be, uh... You know, what I, you know the card that I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I know
0: what you're talking about, Yeah.
2: Four mana discover... I mean, here, I'll look it up really quickly. Uh... Eternal Servitude, that's the name oh, of Oh, yeah, Eternal totally Servitude. Okay. Yeah, I to,
0: to this I is of-
2: like an Eternal Servitude, if you play Interblade Master, that someone's a 3-1 and also gives your 4-7 Reborn, which is like 2 extra mana worth of stats, which is busted. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's
0: really good. Yeah, that's super good.
2: So, uh, Psycho Pump, the first, the, the second one gets a lot worse, right? Because, like, once this first Psycho Pump dies and suddenly your cycle pump becomes, like, less, yeah, uh, of course, less consistent. But the first one is really good. Yeah. So,
0: it's going to be I hard. Agree. I mean, it's super sticky, whatever. That that play, yeah, you're, you're yeah. going to have something on the board. Like,
2: you've got, you've got board control
0: for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's actually, well, no, no, the, the Plague of Death actually silences. So, yeah, Plague of Death is actually just. I'm trying to think of like ways that people can still live after Plague of Death, but no, nah, I can't think of anything. Um, okay, some of these things like reborn to this grand Grandmummy that seems like a uh,
2: yeah maybe a good arena card, but um, so. Grandmummy it's like a weird tempo tool, right? Because like yeah. you compare it to a haunted creeper, you know, it's yeah. a two mana one two, kind of like haunted creeper, and when it dies, it's only something one one one, but then you have like plus one plus one distribute over two minions so like if this was in zoo like if this was in warlock yeah, there were times was... where this card would have been nuts right right man. so if there's like some weird tempo priest deck grandmommy could see play uh yeah
0: i don't see any other
2: attributes that would that would be a good
1: yeah it's, it's like a zoo
2: card the problem yeah. is like priest isn't a zoo class so you know i don't think this card will like do it but maybe they print a bunch of other aggressive priest cards like Mind blast and yeah, it. exactly off, off.
0: So. <laughs> wretched reclaimer three man three three Valkyrie destroy a friendly minion then return it to life with full health so um mm, you know I'm trying to think of like situations where maybe maybe Ahmed I mean maybe I don't know it's, it's or you just, just play like
2: grandmummy into wretched reclaimer that's powerful
0: grandmummy into rest oh okay yeah
2: because you you play yeah. the wretched reclaimer right yeah I believe how it works is uh when when you kill a minion with reborn you get a one one and you also get a minion with reborn back. Right. That's right. So you play Retro you kill your grandmummy, your Retro becomes a four four, and now you have a one one and a one two with reborn. Yeah. That's solid. That's definitely like a solid turn. Other. Yeah.
0: So. so it's like a four five, basically. And yeah. yeah, that's actually pretty darn good. Um, so. Let's see what what else here? Deal one damage to enemy restore. So this yeah, this is kind of one of these restore things, but it might be good against like any. Of it's those. no
2: spirit lash. Holy ripple seems kinda
0: lackluster. You think so okay yeah. i mean it's actually you know it's kind of bad that it doesn't affect your own here your own uh yeah, right rides. like
2: yeah. you kind of want to you want to yeah. hit your players so
0: yeah exactly um uh what do you think of Sandhoof water bearer this this uh five minute five five at the end of your turn restore five felt uh wow. damage. it's like a it's like a well <laughs> like like a light well basically
2: it reminds me more so of uh ride the light lord mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right because it's, it's like a mini rag so um I, this this is a card that uh, you definitely play in the uh, the quest deck, right? Yep. Because it's just like one third of your quest is done. It's also like a pretty decent just tempo tool. Yeah. Um, sure. It's not bad. It Seems would see like, play in stuff like a uh, spiteful priest for sure, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Spiteful. So I don't
2: know. I again, it's it's more of a tempo card than a than a combo card or a control card. So if there's a tempo priest deck, maybe Sandhoof Water Waterbearer sees play.
0: Yeah, I mean the bad thing about this card is that it can heal face. Actually, (laughs) you know, if if it was guaranteed minion, it would be. I I think it would be crazy, especially in arena. It would be just broken
2: in arena, like
0: maybe right because like
2: uh, Shield Maiden was a super powerful card Mm
0: -hmm.
2: when it when it was a. That's
0: guaranteed, right? Shield Maiden's guaranteed armor. Like you're guaranteed to get five health out of that. This isn't guaranteed that.
2: It isn't guaranteed, but it's one mana less. So you know, like there's yeah. there is some trade off there. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it's still maybe it is still good, even though it can heal face.
0: Right. Uh, anything else here? I mean, penance it...
2: is like a super good removal tool.
0: Oh, penance. Yeah, I penance. Let's yep. just
2: say it's just a warlock hero or Gul'dan hero power. Which yeah. Is awesome.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's good. Embalming ritual. I mean, putting reborn on something that could be super good. I mean, depending on what it is.
2: There might nice. be like some weird combo thing where you know you have a, like a really powerful minion that when it dies it does something super good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um test subject for example, right? Cuz when you when you play a test subject with embalming ritual and uh you get the... yeah. you can go like embalming ritual topsy turvy the O2 and it summons back an O1 uh, test subject but you now have a topsy turvy and a re- an embalming ritual in your hand, right? Yeah. So for like one additional mana, you can like make infinite of a certain type of spell.
0: Okay, yeah,
2: that makes sense. So who knows? Maybe that maybe that's uh maybe that's good enough.
0: Yeah, topsy turvy back. <laughs> that'd be pretty. pretty yeah, you crazy. keep getting like embalming
2: rituals and uh, topsy-turvy. yeah, yeah, that'd so, like, be you can do cool. something where you go like embalming, embalming topsy, and then suddenly you have you can get infinite embalming rituals. Wow! Yeah.
0: yeah. APM back, man. APM Priest is definitely back, maybe back with this. That'd be pretty fun to watch
2: again. So, who knows? Uh, yeah. That yeah, could be something. It could be something there.
0: Okay, well, let's move on to Rogue here. Uh, rogue, we've got um, Bizarre burglar, Burglary, bizarre burglary, which was uh, shown today. <laughs> oh, no, actually not. Yeah, sh- it, this was shown today. Um, add four cards from other classes to your hand, which is super easy, obviously, to do. There's so many cards that do that nowadays. And then you get Ancient Blades. And Ancient Blades is a, is a 3 2. Uh, you know, for your hero power, it's a three-two that uh, makes you m- immune to damage. So you know, like the hero doesn't take any damage. Um, pretty good early. I mean, super good if you can get it early, and, and then it probably loses, you know, steam and power as as
2: the game's you know kind of goes on and there's like larger minions. But yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. It's it's like an early game quest. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like a quest where even if you complete it early, it's not like immediately game winning. Yeah, and then it's not like the other quests whereas the later as the later the game goes on the more uh what's the word for it there's somewhere that it's on the tip of my tongue but uh inevitability you know it's not like it has inevitability the same way quest rogue or like the previous quest rogue has. Yeah. you know what i mean or yeah. like even uh the ramcan roar from hunter has mm-hmm. All
0: right so it's not um, a win condition it's it's just added
2: you know like yeah your... it's like a it's like an aggressive tool but the deck that you build it for isn't going to be immediately aggressive so it's like not going to be problematic in that way, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, it got a lot better when they announced Clever Disguise today, which is like two man add two random spells from another class to your hand because that yeah. card actually makes it a bit like, yeah, hard it's way. right here, it's here.
0: It's it's yeah. it's like halfway done, like when you do it, yeah right? Like on turn two. <laughs> so,
2: I think you're talking about Bazaar Burglar, you have to ring up Clever Disguise because that was yeah. the card that they made where you actually have like a reasonable chance of competing with Bizarre Burglar on time, yeah. So,
0: yeah, so you but do, that, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that, I think people would try that out. Um, I don't know how powerful, we'll have to see what kind of rogue ends up taking it, but Ankh, the, the buried, the, the other legendary five mana five, five battle cry, change each death rattle minion in your hand into a one, one that costs one. So we were talking about this a little bit and you, you
2: mentioned, uh, well, Octa- well, What about Mechathun, what about, uh, Mechathune oh, yeah, rogue, yeah, right? Yeah. You, you, uh, you can change
0: Mechathune. Yeah, Mechathun, exactly. Like Mechathun, if we, um, uh i don't know can you yeah actually mechathune would, would work if you if you, you need, drew like, it if you drew like, myra's, well you have to uh, draw both of them right you have to draw mechathune in the, in mm-hmm. this right yeah. and and then you could just uh myra's after that and then you'll be good to go right like yeah. or or at least on your way there
2: so That's maybe true. maybe there's like some jank mechathune uh road that you can yeah make
0: yeah for sure and that'd be cool but, yeah, this card is pretty exciting. We, we definitely see, like, these 1-1 one, one type of things <laughs> with, with Rogue. Uh, I don't know if we've seen, you know, quite a crazy powerful, uh, you, you know, a, a Rogue based on that quite yet, but... Um, we did know, see one
2: a... that has rotated, unfortunately. So in Wild, you can do something like uh, a la... Do you know the board control... Uh... Big rogue that he made with like uh, mm-hmm. carnivorous cube and like a bunch of death rattle minions, and then you had like necrame. Oh Viles yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Right, yeah. So, like in that. wild uh, true, true.
2: Carnivorous cube is actually a death rattle minion. It has battle cry and death rattle. Yeah. So you can go Anka, and then you get like a big death rattle minion, <laughs> oh, and then carnivorous cube. And suddenly you have you know on turn seven one mana death rattle minion, one mana carnivorous cube, and then you just uh, play your necrame vial, and suddenly you know the board is massive. So
0: <laughs> can you imagine a carnivorous? Carniv- Carnivorous cube existed in this expansion. Oh my, gosh. Oh my god! It'd it be so, that card broken. Was so broken. Yeah, that was insane card. It um, wasn't even talked about enough to be honest during that time. Maybe we just were lucky that it didn't just absolutely dominate every every single type of of class. Um, all right, let's see the next thing here. Uh, let's see if there's anything that's uh, oh, okay. So, uh, so- socket socket sapper. Four mana, four four pirate, death rattle, return a random enemy to your opponent's hand. It's pretty good, man. Uh, if it, if you can trigger that death rattle, um, I mean, because yeah, you know, I could see maybe trading this, or you know, and then I mean, it's either your opponent has just just to kind of like re- really take their medicine and, and and you know, obviously kill this and then have something removed, or or you if you control it, it, it could be potentially game winning tempo wise. So, it seems know. like
2: a kind of nuts arena card, right?
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: I'm yeah. not sure if it's good enough for standard. Okay. I think that its stat line might just be a little bit too awkward. Um, but in <laughs> arena, where people like have to play minions, <laughs> this card is great. So
0: yeah, uh, let's see those last things. Scimitar, hmm. not too much there.
2: I think that uh, Shadow Death might be super interesting, like a combo style deck with like Leroy okay. Jenkins, for example. Like maybe you run a, uh, you get like King Togwego, right? You um. You get Wondrous Wand. You get like a pretty empty deck. You go Leroy, and you step your Leroy. Suddenly, you have a three mana Leroy, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah. You go Leroy Shadow Death. Your Leroy. You Wondrous Wand. You get three more Leroy's, and then you play three zero mana Leroy's. You suddenly have forty eight damage in play, I believe. Wait, uh, say forty two damage in play for ten mana.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: So there, there is something there with uh, Leroy Jenkins or other yeah. charge minions.
0: It's interesting that they did shadows. You know, like they shoveled three shadows in your deck, and that summons the thing that you copied instead of just having the, the um, the cards themselves. You know, just mm-hmm. just be copied back. That's kind of interesting that they did that. Um, yeah. Oh, so they're not. Wait. So somebody no, does, the, chat... does it not work like that? Does it? Um... No, the shadows aren't actual minions, though. So the the wand. wand oh. They, think... Okay. I didn't. I didn't realize oh, that. I thought they like, yeah, added. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a nuance, obviously, to it because it's, it's they're shadows and they're not the actual okay. minions themselves. So gotcha, gotcha. Um, that, that's pretty interesting. I'm kind
2: of, I mean, it's cool. I to would do need a card again to revisit what I was thinking about with that. But, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. That's the thing about this expansion. Like, I, I feel like they they introduced a lot of different new types of cards. You know, like they're. <laughs> Lots of different things. I mean, including even old stuff, too. It's like old with a bunch of new concepts and, and designs. So this is definitely uh, just a, a tiny bit different, but it, it's going to be impactful, uh, you know, in terms of how people kind of um, play around or use it and play around it. Uh, okay, well,
2: I think... I mean, another thing, last thing about Rogue is Sparrow sure. Cat is like a, also just a fantastic one-drop.
0: Okay, add a random
2: reborn. Before, okay. Yeah. Like with mm-hmm. um Babbling Book, Firefly, you know, like, this This is this is just a good one-mana card. It, it's a card that you can play on turn one as tempo, which is not like, normally, a Hearthstone deck can afford to do right now. Mm-hmm. Like, in the current metagame, one-drops are just, like, not impactful enough, because you have to spend a card to play them. Um, but you, you're not really spending a card to play Pharaoh Cat, right? Yeah. So, generally, that kind of effect is, like, really powerful in Hearthstone, where you can develop tempo without losing value. So, yeah. I think that card will see play as well.
0: Okay, yeah, cool. All right, uh, another quick break here. I uh, just want to let you know this uh, episode is also sponsored by Manscaped. And this one's not not for the ladies. This is that's definitely for the men here that are listening. So um, Manscaped is the number one it's their number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. I don't know if you're you know, familiar with that gallon or not, but you know, Manscaped <laughs> offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So, um, you know, they... I don't know if, you know, the guys out there, I don't know if you guys experienced it, but, you know, nicking yourself in that jewels area is, like, some of the most painful things that painful, most painful thing that you'll feel as a as a man. Obviously, it's not, like, childbirth with women or anything like that, but it's definitely one of those things that can be extremely painful, and Manscaped has designed this, like, has a new design for, like, an electric, electric trimmer that they have, the Lawnmower 2.0. It's got proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick you or, or snag you or anything like that, and, uh, uh, you know, accidents are a thing of the past. Manscaped also has this crop preserver. It's, it's uh, you know, for deodorant and moisturizer. You know, like we use that on our face. Like why not use that, you know, also in our, our you know, the areas down below. So uh, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code Valuetown at manscaped.com. Uh, always use the right tools for the job. And your jewels will thank you. So, um, yeah, check that out. <laughs> Great tagline. I, yes, I know, I know. They actually said your balls will take you. But you know, I, I just kinda changed it a little Yeah, yeah you know, no, you know, I like that change. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Valley <laughs> Town is family friendly, so you know, try, trying to keep it that as much as possible. But yeah, anyways, check that out, guys. Man, or, uh, manscaped.com. Uh all right, so moving on to Shaman. We've got uh Corrupt the Waters, which is the quest. This is play six battle cry cards, which you know, Shaman has so many battlecry cards like right now, and then uh, the reward is Heart of Vernal, which uh, is uh, Hero Power. Your battlecry is triggered twice this turn. So. Um, that's that's powerful. I mean, like having the ability to have battle cries go off twice, uh, six battle cries. You know, obviously, you know, you're not going to be able to um, play two battle cries typically in a turn. So it'll probably take you six turns to actually um, complete that quest. But uh, at least you know six turns plus. So, uh, but you know, getting that th- that's really strong. I mean, when you think about like, um, was it the uh, the spirit for? It's, it's a rogue, right? That has the uh, w- w- no. Yeah. yeah, Spirit of, yeah, of strike is, is Battlecry, right? Double right. Battlecry and kind of death round things. Yeah, I mean, super powerful. And and uh, again, you know, Shaman's got a, an array of battle cry, not to mention the neutrals. I mean, there's like so many that I, I think just being able to to do that every single turn for two mana is incredible. So what do you think about this?
2: Mm, I think that uh, from what I've seen is like there, people are trying to uh, like combo off of it with um, yeah. like you get uh, two... Cobalt Lackeys, the one mana to deal two damage, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You, you play Heart of it, or you activate Heart of Vernal, you play two Cobalt Lackeys, you deal eight damage to your opponent, and then you barista lynch in those Cobalt Lackeys back wow. to your hands. Okay. And suddenly you get four Cobalt Lackeys. Right. And the next turn you go like Hero Power, four Cobalt Lackeys, that's 16, and then you play your weaponized wasp for an extra six afterwards. So you get eight damage on the uh, first turn and then like 24 on the second, or 20, 16. Jeez, 22 on the second. Right. <laughs> so that's, which is an exact 30, you know, it's like it's a two turn uh
0: it's it's not TK, but
2: it's the one TK, I guess. The so. <laughs> one
0: TK, yeah. Right, yeah.
2: right. Um I don't know, it's it's interesting, right? Like m- maybe there's like some value shutterwalk shaman deck that uses this. Although Shudderwalk Shaman is nine mana and the uh, your power,
0: yeah, I mean Shudderwalk. It's I mean sh- the Shudderwalk itself. I don't think would
2: you know matter that yeah, much. Yeah, but, but you but, still would play these together, right? Yeah, uh,
0: probably. I don't know. I, I've definitely played Battle of Cry Shamans without Shudderwalk uh, in, in more control oriented ones because Shudderwalk just I don't know. It just doesn't do anything after a wh- like after a while um, when you when you get to a certain point with with uh, a lot of removal cards and things not you know like that. But um Yes, weaponized wasp. You mentioned three mana, three three beasts. cry. If you control a lackey, you deal three damage. That, God, that's so good. That's crazy good. That's yeah, three, fire three, elemental three.
2: It. So good. It's not like lackeys yeah. are bad cards, right? Like they, we've kind of established that lackeys are are good cards. So uh, yeah, know, it's not like a uh, situational kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, shaman has cards now that to, that encourage it, right? So we have that card, evil totems. at The end of your turns, add a lackey to your hand. You know that that we saw you know a couple weeks ago for the first time. So, um, yeah, there's a lot more uh, that, that are supporting that just encouraging people to play you know, lackeys in, in the Shaman. Um, you know, the thing I'm most excited about in terms of the Shaman is that they're actually supporting totems again. You know, like, not just, like, yeah. give us a random totem and then, like, literally you do nothing with totems. <laughs> you know, like, there's literally no other cards that do anything for totems. Now we actually see the Splitting Axe Battle Cry Summon copies of your totems on the board. But finally, we get something that buffs totems' attacks. Totem, totemic surge. You know, after flame Tongue totem got that basically nerfed, like we haven't really been seeing it much. So this is a zero mana spell that gives all your totems plus two attack.
2: Which is like, well, totemic might, which is the one that gave your minions plus two health, was terrible. But this is like <laughs> yes. so much, so yes. much better than that card that like it might see play. You know, zero mana give a minion plus two attack would see play, right? yeah the absolutely. problem is that totems are generally like you you spent mana that you didn't want to spend right like totems is generally ah, i couldn't really have done anything this turn so uh if they print more totems that are like totem gallon, for example suddenly this card might just like be nuts you know mm-hmm. Your mana plus two attack is nuts so
0: yeah i mean i mean, I mean even evil totem like evil totem to be honest like that would be like you'd really there's there's the tough pill to swallow you know to to get that lackey when it's just a zero two totem by itself and there's yeah. no way of buffing it outside of like a, a wolf or something you know like a dire wolf or something like that so but now you know if it if it does kind of synergize with with uh, you know like you said a hero power that you generally it was just like a waste maybe you get the hero, you know you get the spell power or maybe you get the heal or the taunt sometimes but for the most part you know it didn't it wasn't very impactful you know like uh, the, the shaman hero power it's it's kind of gotten weaker and weaker over time you know, in, in terms of Hearthstone.
2: Yeah, yeah, Shaman Shaman Hero Power has been, like, kind of lackluster for quite a while now. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, you know, they've never given us the ability to choose the totem, so the fact that it's still random, it's just like... Which would be it,
2: busted. Yes, it yeah, would be no. busted.
0: <laughs> but so I'm glad. I'm just glad that there's something. It doesn't have to sure. be too powerful, like Thunder Bluff. You know, like, I'm glad it's not Thunder Bluff necessarily, but at the same time, it needed something. Um, so that, that's I mean, definitely Shaman, good. Shaman got a lot of good cards expansion. Oh. Plague of Murlocs yeah. is actually, like... Very
2: powerful. Sandstorm Elemental is just like a Maelstrom portal, in a lot of ways.
0: Uh, yeah, it is. Deal one damage to all enemy minions and overload one. Yeah, that's true. And it's a two-two body too, which is. I mean, bodies are nice when you get the same effects as, as what used to be spells. But Plague of Murlocs, I'm excited about. I can't wait to see like you know, <laughs> uh, the whole like hunter boards or something being turned into to Murlocs or some type of
2: crazy. I don't know,
0: crazy buffed minions being turned into Murlocs. And, and the other
2: thing is like Earthquake Earthquake for a control deck is like a flame strike that deals three extra damage and also clears reborn minions. <laughs> yep. Like what the heck? <laughs> the card is so good.
0: Yeah. Like when you have
2: to earthquake, the flame strike home.
0: Oh. I mean it does seven damage too. Like I mean, straight up it just does seven yeah, just damage. And then seven. and then it, it does it in a way that can remove like reborn and some death rattle minions too. So yeah. I mean death earthquake. I mean, you know, because we lost um we, we did lose one big removal this last uh this last uh year. So I think uh Shaman, you know, definitely could use it because the the um uh, the scheme, the scheme is, I really like how the scheme works, but man, there are definitely times I just get caught, you know, completely. It's just like the scheme comes later and I'm just screwed. You know, like I, I just don't have that full board removal that, that I wish I had. So, um, you know, this this just makes it really consistent. You know, you're just going to always, you know, if you need it, it's there now for you to, to put in an extra, you know, set of removal
2: here. Do you play this over scheme now? Like, what do you think? Oh, you might, I think you play it alongside scheme, right? Okay, okay.
1: That would be my guess. Maybe
2: maybe there's like some big, there's big spell mage before. There's some big spell shaman now. Yeah, (laughs) earthquake bought in uh, quite nicely.
0: You know, we we were just talking about Totemic Surge, Vecina, the the other legendary four mana two six. This like synergizes with Overload and does the same thing. Like while you're overloaded, your other minions have plus two attack. That's that's great.
2: Like, Cena by is in a vacuum, just like a very powerful card. Format mana two six, not like the best stat line, but not no. bad at all, right? Like, format mm-hmm. two sixes don't normally die. Mm-hmm. And when it's attached to, oh, if you play an overload card, Savage or your other minions, that's not bad at all. Like, the no. Cena turn four coin Plague of Toads or Reign of Toads, suddenly you have three four six taunts or three four fours in play. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I could just even see. I mean, the plague of Murlocs is going to be so interesting, man. Like, you just like get one yeah. turn, you attack everybody off of the plus two attack that you get from the or from the, you know, from uh, to- Totem Surge. You attack that, and then you just like roll the dice for Plague of Murlocs and see see what happens. Uh, that'd be pretty. Yeah, just or maybe for, like a
2: couple extra Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or
0: maybe you attack with the Totems first, then you roll the dice to Plague of Murlocs, and then you play the and see see what happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that'd be. Yeah, that's going to be pretty funny. Um, okay, anything else here? Yeah, this Mugu. Flag, Shaper, I didn't think it was too, too great.
2: It's uh, uh, you're you're what you're going to be doing with Mogu Flesh Shaper is you're going to be playing like uh, you're going to be using this like a value trade minion and then you're going to mutate it into a random eight drop, right? Because like it's going to be a super cheap, it's going to be like two or three mana. You play it, you hit, and you mutate into an eight drop, and then you try to get like Octosari or something, yeah, enormous.
0: Um, it, I don't know, it's like it for it to actually be worth it it needs at least be three mana right and that that takes four minions on board to accomplish that
2: I mean, three mana it is a really powerful card and four mi- four minions on board happens often enough where like yeah yeah you know, sometimes like you won't be able to play it but you know next turn you will and it won't be too big of an issue I don't know I my my verdict is still out in Mogu Shaper. I think the person that will do the best job of abusing this card is a Jombray if you know him like,
0: yeah a, of course like, <laughs>
2: He made, like, this really weird uh, Mutate uh, Evolve Shaman Yeah, uh, a few weeks or months ago that had, like, former champ Mutate. So I'm sure he'll come up with, like, something equally as spicy with this card.
0: That's something that people always overlook. I mean, they, they made these cards on purpose for that reason, you know? So it'll be yeah. cool to see uh, some, some more of those fun Mutate and Evolve type of plays. Um, okay, so Warlock here. Uh, I'm kind of trying to move a little bit quicker here because we're we're kind of going over now. Oh, sorry, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, let's see. It's, uh, so quest for Warlocks, draw twenty cards. Tome of Origination: draw twenty cards. is just that's that's a lot. I mean, it's obviously, it's, it's exactly
2: plot twist. Uh, yeah, we have to, to play plot twist. Exactly,
0: exactly. And so. um, if you, the the hero power that you get is uh, draw a card for free, basically, right? Like.
2: Um we saw this we saw this on a six mana card before. I believe it was called um what's the name of the gnome? Do you know who I'm talking about? Which one? Wil- Wilfred Fizzlebang, I believe. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right.
2: Yeah. And point that point. card saw no play at all. So yeah. this is uh the effect itself wasn't like powerful enough to justify running like a six mana card, right? So maybe at one mana it is, but you're also running plot twist, which is like a twenty-seven percent win rate <laughs> kind of deck. So, <laughs> right, right. Uh,
0: yeah, this is one quest where I just don't see anybody playing this. It's going to be going to yeah. be pretty rough. Um but you know like in terms of the the warlock cards, I, I don't know the power level is quite the same as some of the others, but I really like the design of some of these cards, like um, like Plague of, of Flames. I, I actually think this is a really cool card. Like yeah, one Flames mana, Flames is super
2: powerful. Oh man. yeah, okay,
0: maybe it's super powerful. <laughs> but <laughs> destroy all your minions for each one, destroy a random enemy minion. I just like the fact that you can you can set that up. You know what I mean? Like you can actually just yeah. dump stuff on the board, you know, of lackeys or whatever, and then just like remove that. You know, and and, and then you know it, it takes some setting up to remove instead of just hey seven mana remove the board. You know, like so, I, I really like this because it, it it allows you guys to you know be able to have to think more, you know, and, and set things up that way. And, and I, I wish I wish Hearthstone generally was more like that. So I really like that card.
2: Um, it gets you thinking about how to build your deck because yeah, like you have to use things that are counterintuitive to make the card good. Yeah, like for they, sure. they go against the grain of what like a normal Hearthstone game wants you to do. So yeah, I agree with you. The flames is a uh, really cool design like that.
0: Yeah, lots of destroy cards. Like, we got Embalming, Destroy Minion, and Shovel 3 Worthless imps. And then we've got Rift Cleaver, 6 mana, 7, 5 Demon, just Battle Card Destroy Minion, your hero takes damage equal to its health. And it's something we've seen in the past as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely... Just a bunch of good new cards, right? Yeah. They don't have a problem removing single targets, that's for sure. Um, anything... Else? Oh, here's the big card, right? The Dark Pharaoh Takan. Everybody's talking about that because it was just like... Rogue quest back a little bit of Rogue quest coming back kind of thing. Five mana four four. Rest of the game, your lackeys are. This is a battle cry. The rest of the game, your lackeys are four four. So
2: that's. I'm not. I'm not like super excited about Dark Ferreticon. I, I think that uh, there aren't enough lackey generators for this to be like as powerful as Rogue Quest or like even close to uh, yeah. that level. Um, like it's a it's a fine card. I just think that Zoo can do slightly better things than this right now like mm. when you look at uh, when you look at you know for example Neferset set thrasher that's like a three mana yeti or evil recruiter yeah. it's like yeah the thing about evil recruiter right is you want to play your lackey to make evil recruiter good and when you play your lackey you get a five five instead of a four four for three mana instead of five so um i don't know i, I don't think dark fair really slots into the most powerful zoo deck list maybe like later because you know how in next expansion they're gonna be printing like a new lackey and probably more lackey generators right Fair suddenly becomes worth it, but right now I don't think it has quite enough of generators to to be the tier one zoo archetype.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, I think I agree with that. You know, it's it's about speed, and, and this is yeah, this this is definitely something where the lackeys will. I mean, it is at five, so you'd have to eat that turn, and and it's it's not super expensive. So it, it, I think people will have to weigh that in terms of just getting that extra value from the lackeys. But uh, but yeah, like you said, evil recruiter is super good and. Uh, in Never Set Thrasher, you know, health is definitely not an issue for, for Warlocks early on. So um, Never Set, by the way, guys, 3 mana, 4, 5, and whatever this attacks, deal 3 ma- damage to your hero. It's going to be interesting to see how many times we're willing to really eat that. Because we don't have a minion right now that buffs on damage, do we? Do we have anything that does that right now? Never said Thrasher.
2: Um, no, do we have anything that, is... that
0: actually buffs, like any minion right now that buffs yes. whenever we take Yes, So there
2: is Nether Soul Buster, which is a 3 mana 1 5 Battlecry uh, gain stats equal to the amount of damage you to your oh, turn. Oh, wow, yeah,
0: okay. Disease That's right.
2: Vulture, it says after your hero takes damage on your turn, summon a random 3 cost minion. So like Never Set Thrasher and a Disease Vulture is actually like, a very powerful play. Yeah. 3 mana 4 5 turn 3. On turn 4, you summon a 3 5 plus a random 3 drop, which is like ahead of the yeah. curve, like way ahead of the curve, right? Yeah. So. On the play, that's like a powerful, powerful curve, right? Yeah, and that's kind of something that Zoo's been missing from uh, the most recent expansion. <laughs> they have a bunch of powerful one and two drops, but they don't have like the finishers. And you know, like yeah. never set Thrasher comes in and he's a he is a beating. Same thing with Disease Vulture afterwards. So uh, I think there's like a really good Zoo top end.
0: Yeah, this is like this this is a bit heftier of a zoo. You know, it's like, these minions aren't removable. You know, like, these are five health minions uh, early on in games where, you know, most of the zoos, you know, we, we've gotten to four with Melakis and, you know, like, it, it's definitely been, been sticky from that regard. But for the most part, they, they've never been like this. You know, th- this feels like a little more mid-range, you know, kind of a, a type yeah. of, of plays, right? They're so, really
2: good mid-range uh, yeah. decks. Uh, did you ever, like, play Magic Gathering?
0: I didn't know, but okay. Uh, well, there was yeah.
2: this deck called Jund, which was like just good stuff. It, it wasn't like any like right. thing that it really wanted to accomplish. It was just really good cards, and these are like these are really good yeah. cards. It's That's like an old mean?
0: school Druid, you know, just throw really yeah. good cards in the deck and all the, just all the play best them on cards in the deck. Yeah. Some of them, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, let's move on to Warrior here. Hack the system, attack five times with your hero, and then uh, uh, attack five times with your heroes. It's pretty easy if you if you play. Um, some of the weapons, obviously, um, it's particularly the weapon that you can attack like like with overkill. Like you can attack like four times. Soul thrays, so yeah, soul thrays. And so with this, or, um,
2: Overlord's whip would be the other yep. one. Yep. even upgrade. Like, use upgrade as a one man one three. But yeah, I, I uh, you get a hero power that says you summon a four three yep. mech, and then whenever you attack, you refresh this hero power, so you can go like summon a four three attack, four three, and then if you have like soul 3s, you can go like four three attack, four three yeah. attack, four.
0: So, you can get so, four of them up on the board basically. Yeah. Uh, Potentially. Is, yeah. Yeah. Actually, can you get 10? You can get. No, sorry, not 10, five. You can you get five of them on the board? You play yeah. once, play once, play. No, because you can only swing four times. No, you play, play one swing, play once, play Yeah, play, yeah play it's one, like two, one, yeah. one. So, you can get five. Swing, yeah. You can number. Yeah. Right, right. Um, okay. So, I mean, pretty interesting. I, I actually think that. This is not what I would have expected, you know, from a uh, a, a warrior hero power.
2: So um, it feels very much like a custom Hearthstone card, like someone yeah. designed this on a custom Hearthstone. and <laughs> right. Is like, look at this cool thing I made, and it's like, oh, that will never see print. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly right. It's very
2: complicated. It's like, but it's cool to see, right? Like, yeah, it's, uh, I it's think a cool. great way to think about how to build your deck.
0: Yeah, and, and it supports this, you know, more more tempo or mid range type of. Uh, uh warrior which generally has just been super bad so uh, i don't know if it's going to be necessarily good especially later on in games but uh but maybe you know with dr boom uh, i mean do- is dr boone's going to screw that hero power up too so it's kind of like yeah. i don't know it's kind of questionable then you know if,
2: if it's not a dr boom archetype you know yeah. i think it would actually be uh i think it'd be a warrior that's closer to what we've seen from like older control warriors that would play this card hmm. um Okay. You know, it did get some support. Hacker system. I think got some some support. in armored goon. If you like, scroll down a bit, yeah. which is a boulder fist ogre that says, "Whenever your hero attacks, gain five. Yeah, armor. that's so good, dude. Which yeah. is actually this is very really strong. Really, that's, like a good. very strong card. I mean, this is worth playing soul thrays
0: by itself. Like, it's crazy.
2: Maybe right? Like, you go a uh, coin soul thrays in armored goon and just gain twenty alongside of it, or just um,
0: armor, or just equipped soul thrays before and then just you know. Yeah, that's. You know, and then you can just clear like four guys, and you just like probably plus fifteen on your armor from that. All that, so it's pretty
2: great. Um, it needs some like hefty support for it to be good enough to see play. But like, if it gets stuff like armored goon in the future, wow, this this is gonna be powerful.
0: Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Plague of Wrath. Gosh, it, it. There's always that that situational element to to the removals outside of like brawl like you have to damage everything first and there's still a lot of whirlwindish type of uh, abilities but I don't know it just never feels elegant and easy you know compared to like some of the other classes and their removal um,
2: uh, I think warrior got the best card of the expansion with which, what's one mercenary
0: okay, back, right, choose the damage choose a damage friendly minion summon a copy of it oh really okay like which minion particularly are you thinking about
2: any minion you just any? it's just it, this is like a this is like a six mana card at three mana
0: i mean it's kind of like the warlock card <laughs> you know like um, any of these cards you mentioned a warlock with a token is is kind of similar to that but i guess you can well, you know this can happen obviously with large minions which which is obviously will, will be much better
2: it's really good it's really good with magnetized too like something something along the lines mm-hmm. of like attorney rover coin snip snap bloodsworn mercenary you have won the game immediately oh geez yeah that's 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 true that's so, that's and, and even in the late game, too, like you have uh, something like Leroy Jenkins, Inner Rage, Bloodsword Mercenary. Wow. For game. you attack Leroy Jenkins for just 16 yeah. off the top as a warrior. Oh God. Which, uh, yeah. It's really funny because warrior is supposed to be limited by the amount of face damage it can do, but then they played like the best combo card for attacking. Uh, that's that's a story for another time. But uh, yeah, Bloodsword oh, Mercenary, okay. it's like a really good tempo tool, control tool, combo tool, it does everything.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah, that I that, that didn't really think about this card when I first saw it, like in that way. I mean it just kinda felt like, oh, you know, it's another copy, you know, type of card. But uh but you know, just knowing what it, it can it, copy it's, it, it's,
2: it's another copy, but you also get a three three alongside that. Yeah, right. And it's three mana. You know, like Talaram was busted when it was activated, right? Like if you could run Talaram in every single deck without the uh without the uh, limitation of having it be uh no other three drops, you would. Mm-hmm. Tyler was just good enough that you run in every single deck. This yeah. is like that, with you got to run two of them. You get an extra three three alongside that body, and the only limitation is you, the minion has to be damaged.
0: God. So yeah, Sniff Snap would be just sticky crazy. <laughs> yeah, Brutal. guaranteed to have something on the board. Uh, all right, Any, so let's kind of move on, and unless there's anything else in Warrior.
2: Andrew the Fray is like it's kind, it kind of uh, oh, yeah, it's a very yeah. good general tool. Yeah. I'm not sure if uh, they have enough like solid taunt minions right now for this to be like the nuts but if they um, get anything along the lines of like the previous warrior quest i could easily see into the fray being
0: played i, I feel like there is actually you think so I, I feel like there are enough time ta- i was kind of looking through just all the, the new taunts and was before i think there's actually like like a legitimate uh a legitimate chance that into the fray is something um what well, you know, we'll have to see. Like, I mean, you're mentioning like Bloodsworn Mercenary now, so I'm not. I'm not sure it's going to measure up to that, depending on, on what you know. I don't know if there's like a lot of small small taunts, but like a lot of these taunts, like Tomb Warden, is like of a copy of itself, right? So if you if you buff that, you know that that obviously adds value to that card, which was not intended originally. <laughs> So
2: the reason um, I, you know what, I'm uh, I'm gonna say I agree with you anyways. Like yeah. I'm gonna retract my point about how I think there might not be enough stuff in play. Yeah. If there's a zoo warrior deck, this card is definitely gonna see play. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, no question. Uh, do you remember Soul Infusion, which said give the leftmost minion in your hand plus mm-hmm. two plus two? Yep. That yeah. saw play in zoo. That was a one minute plus two plus two buff. And do the phrase one with plus two plus two puff. That also buffs like all your other minions. Yeah, well, so, I mean, Soul Fusion was any card, though. It was any minion. Right. Right. Like, it was uh well soul but also it had the limitation of being your leftmost minion, right? Yeah, so it was yeah. in that as well. Um
0: I mean this one you and, actually like, have to build a, like you actually have to build a deck that's sure, going to sure. take, you know, those type of of uh, drawbacks, you know, for for it being taunt. But the taunt minions I, I feel like the taunt minions um, in this expansion or the recent expansions, they they really haven't given a lot of value to the taunt keyword. You know, like they're they're just solid minions for the most part, you know, or they have some other. Value from the key from the actual text that that you know gives it that the value that it, that's worth the the mana cost. So the taunt you know before you know when they were designing cards back in the day, taunt was like worth a mana you know like a whole mana and, and that's why nobody ever would play it because it's just you know taunt doesn't matter right. So nowadays I, I feel like taunt's just kind of thrown in and doesn't really maybe has a half a mana to none you know like like in terms of how they're valuing it and with the cost. So that that makes this card like super. They
2: definitely good. like adjusted yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely like adjusted how much they they value uh mana.
0: Yeah, cuz can can you imagine like if you if you uh, uh into the frayed like Armagadillo Armageddillo and is, you know buffing stuff in your hand as well.
2: Like it's uh, that's pretty crazy actually. Uh sure. It, I think I think yeah. uh when I'm talking about into the fray, I, I imagine a zoo deck because like hand buff mechanics are usually like way better the earlier they happen. Yeah, of course. You know, like if you can do like this into a two and into a three and those are both taunt minions, that's like when it's at its most powerful, right? Yeah,
0: they're they're two mana taunts too, right? They're like three two taunts, I think. Or yeah, Fright and Flunky is yeah, crazy. So there good. you go. Yeah, yeah, Fred Flunky is like a two two. You know, so we get a four, and you you discover a taunt minion too. Like man, hmm. yeah, it could be some good stuff there um okay well kind of moving on just so we can kind of wrap things up we're definitely going over but so hope yeah that's sorry okay man there's just like so many good cards I'm, right? I'm cool with it so it's just as long as you're cool with it it's it's all good yeah. um these three out of these top four right here just right here i think are like you know awesome like great to talk about um i mean well, for, yeah, go ahead
2: uh, sorry i i see i see off the top of my head i see two really good beige buffs with this kind of deck because Colossus of the Moon, when he conjures, calling a Sea Giant, suddenly you get a ten ten with the Divine Shield three four, and that's God, nuts. God. And Farris, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were talking about it earlier, right? Like, King yeah. seems a really good sideboard card for Mage.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, all four of these cards are pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, right. I mean, cmat is like mega. It's it's like Megasaur, like, but the better, you know, like seven mana, six six Elemental, gain two, either Rush Taunt, Divine Shield, or Wind Fairy, your choice.
2: Cemet is good. Uh, Cemet is it, really it's good. It's
0: just solid, you know, like. I could see that being the card that they they announce, you know, the the week before, you know, type of thing, and having people play around with it. Um, mm-hmm. King Ferris we talked about before you know, this is the one where for each spell in your hand, summon a random minion of the same color. I think this it's like a blowout card potentially if if uh, there's not enough removal. Like if you get ten mana minions on the board, mm-hmm. and and then the Zephyr, the Zephyr the Great. Th- these are all legendaries by the by the way. They're two mana, three two elemental. This is like brand new. Like Battlecry. If your deck has no duplicates. <laughs> Wish for the perfect card. And I don't know if you caught this or not, but it's supposed to, you know, like the AI is supposed to figure out what they think it's is the best card. Yeah, That's pretty um, cool, dude. Like if it's good, if it's actually the AI is good, that's pretty awesome.
2: Well, did you see the reveal stream? Um, yeah. so They played it in the same scenario twice. So yeah. they played it on turn two when the point had nothing in play. Yeah. And it gave the exact same options each time that sucks <laughs> no, no, that doesn't suck that means that, that 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 it's like figured out each situation oh, oh okay, so that you different meant. Parts. okay so like if it comes across the same situation and comes to the same conclusion each time that means oh. a no random element oh yeah yeah you can figure it out
0: oh i thought you meant that i, I didn't actually catch that part so I, I i thought you meant that it gave the same choices no, no. in different situations so okay okay cool
2: it gave the same choices in the same situation yeah okay that makes sense which was it was it was play turn two it gave a wild growth an animal companion and a bright wing and then they did the same thing later and it gave wild growth animal companion bright wing
0: wow you know, obviously great cards you know potentially yeah. to have in those situations i'm really like curious that. to see if it's you know i'm really curious to see obviously a full board you know i'd expect to see you know removal cards and then one that's kind of like Maybe three cards, you know, like two cards to one, you know, in, in those kind of situations to see what it comes up with.
2: Well, one of the well, one of the things I want to talk about because like this is probably the card that I want to talk about the most from the neutrals is that mm-hmm. if it did the same thing twice and it does like it, its logic is programmed in such a way that there's no randomness, like it, it will, when it comes to the same conclusion, yeah. it will like always reach the same conclusion. You know what I mean? Like in the same situation. Yeah, that means that like for a big tournament like Masters Show Soul, which is coming up in a couple weeks, uh, weeks, where the new set is going to be played, you know, someone could just be jamming like hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of games of Zephyr to see what it'll do in like each spot and like yeah. calculate like the exact odds of, like something happening, you know?
0: Yeah, it's a specific draw this card, basically. I mean, you know, like Zephyr, the text would basically say draw this card in this situation, but yeah, it would be so yeah.
2: flexible. It would literally be... And the more situations yeah. that you like memorize what it will do... yeah you can like get an edge upon your opponent because like suddenly <laughs> they oh if i like use this amount of mana and like set it up so this guy's health is like this amount and this guy's health is this amount yeah. and his health is at this amount and like i discard a couple cards from my hand it'll give me a fireball right, building, exactly you know, or something like that so uh, it really rewards uh, just playing the game of hearthstone which i like
0: crazy fascinating card like yeah. you know this is like this is cool shit. I mean, like you know, like yeah. this is
2: family friendly. So, aside, this, this yeah. is some
0: I shit. had to, I had to cut there just because this is like that, that yeah. awesome of a card. So, yeah. um, you know, it's about time. You know, it's about time we, we saw them, you know, flex some of that. You know, they have all the data, so like they should be able to to uh, create cards that that can use that data and and uh, uh, you know, have outcomes be based on it. So this is. Yeah, I applaud them for this card. If if it actually works out, like it, it's it does, you know, really give you answers at the right time. And obviously, if it does, then everybody's gonna play this card. That's one drawback to it. Like if it's an auto add, you know, that that kind of sucks. If if it's an auto add in every single deck, but if it if it does end up being that, you know, super kudos to, to the team for for you know being able to to build something like that. So. I'm super curious to see how it is, especially now that you're talking about that, you know, like, the players being able to memorize the the type of situations that this card might, you know, the choices it might generate. Um, but at the very least, you know, this card, I mean, even, even just by design, right, it's supposed to give you the card that you need at the moment. So, like, this has to be auto add, right? Like, why would anybody ne- not add
2: like this? a Highlander deck? deck, you you always play Zephyrus the Great. Yeah, like, well, that's true. It's a
0: Highlander. Play. Yeah, that's true. It, it's yeah, a, so. yeah, yeah, I guess it it's is. not
2: an auto add in that sense because like duplicate decks. Yeah, will probably not run this. Good like point. maybe there's like some weird cycle scenario where you get like to singletons and Zephyrus has like a weird combo. If, like a certain thing happens, but yeah. that would require like a lot of play testing that I, you know, I can't do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mentally yeah. right now. Um, all right, so okay. how about the rest of the neutrals? Because we have like a lot yeah, to go through. Want to yeah. just like each of us like pick out our yeah, favorite? Yeah, let's just pick out a few. Just uh,
0: just well, hand, like, Pick hand out your favorite hand hand. one
2: for like, each line. So like, okay, each Octusori line, sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, Octosauri. Yeah, Octusori, yeah. Octusori, Didn't say anything else here. Uh, mm.
2: Mortuary Machine is like kind of like a fell Reaper. Well, the the Mova
0: Cultus is cool because the 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 whole yeah. you know, that that's like a twenty <laughs> twenty. But it's, it's not good, right? Uh, like, it's, it's not good. It's the total meme one, right? So. I don't understand but, this desert obelisk. Like when I looked at it, how can you get three of these things? Like why would you want three of these it's, things? It's, it's
2: bad. I mean that, yeah. that card yeah. is cut okay. out. Okay. There's no okay. it's All right, let's go the uh, next one. <laughs> Octasari oh, is yeah. kind of crazy. Like Kinda, yeah. <laughs> well, it's an it's an eight mana do nothing, right? And the problem with eight mana do nothing is that they have some something like really powerful attached to them to make it worth it. And maybe Death Rattle drawing, you know, in full hand is is worth it. So
0: eight mana do nothing? Are you serious? It's eight mana, eight eight, <laughs> and then and well, then it's got the when
2: you're putting a Ray of Frost Octasari, you're saying, ah, shoot, I okay, lost. Okay. So you know there there's a lot of counterplay with the with these <laughs> kind of uh, just big beaters that don't have like a positive effect on the board when they come into play immediately. Yeah.
0: I mean it's uh, it's almost impossible not to overdraw though with this card. I mean I'm sure this card's going to yeah. this going to overdraw like 70 80% of the time but
2: uh, That's it's, fine. It's, it's like, still crazy. Draw five is Yeah. Still yeah. Still crazy. Uh, still crazy. Next line, yeah. history buff is just a spider tank with upside like huge upside whenever yeah. you play minion, you get a random in your hand plus one plus one. That's just like a spider tank with additional tempo. Okay, oh my God. we really needed this
0: power. Yes, power creep. I mean, three four was already becoming the the default. Now, now this is like clear indication that our our, our new standard is even higher now,
2: which is yes, crazy. Yes. This uh, is this is a nutty card. Uh,
0: uh I think body wrapper is pretty. I mean, this is this feels like a priest card, right? Like it's
2: it's crazy. it's like a it's like some weird combo deck with a uh, holy wrath, right? Like you uh you. Oh. Your Chivalah and then yeah, do it. But I don't think it works because you also have to play other minions. So,
0: Actually, the I, Scoundrel I, it was one that I wanted to talk about the Vol the, the Volpera the Scoundrel because this is mm-hmm. the first time they they give you I think you discover spell and if you don't like the th- the three choices there's yeah, like a, a mystery like one
2: three face up and one yeah, face down exactly that's cool so I like
0: that that's it that's really might amazing. be in a
2: situation where like the three just don't save you and you're like all right, right. we gotta yeah. To RNG,
0: That's fun, this it's fun, it's definitely cool. Uh, all right, mm-hmm.
2: next line. Uh, hmm. it's kind
0: of some swap the top decks. Kind
2: of a blatant decoy was thing. a card that I was thinking about with Juicy Psych Melon, but the problem is it doesn't cost seven mana, it costs too little mana, <laughs> right? right. Call, uh, seven mana blatant decoy, and then when it dies, it summons the Octosari, and you're like, Ha, gotcha,
0: <laughs> Right, right? Uh, it's a full restore adjacent, uh, i that's a goblin a goblin might be good in that. That uh, that never said ritualist is
2: like a great arena card, yeah, at the bare minimum. Like battle cry, restore adjacent, minion's full health, and it's river croc. It's a two, it's to play. yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's just too good, it's good by itself. All right, keep going.
2: Uh, point one last, oh, oh, Mummy is like a yeah, big minion, but it's not that great. And you like conjured mirage no i, think I, I, I like the design i, I don't necessarily
0: okay. like you know i don't think it's necessarily effective but i think it's really cool how they did that um because it, it's just basically like 10 armor right <laughs> but you get it back in your like it's infinite you get it back like in your your it's
2: your... it's only 10 armor if they could deal 10 damage to it right yeah but it's taunt like i mean it,
0: obviously spells can hit over it but but the way they did it, they put it in as a minion that just like is it basically just lives, like it is, is is like infinite for, for the most. It's part. interesting. Yeah. I
2: think it's like super weak, but the the effect is very interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, let's see. Restore three hero to your dumb.
2: Fifty percent Good good old card Defender's defender is not so great.
0: Yeah, I don't think anything's too crazy there. Keep going. Quest explorer, dude, that's crazy good.
2: Questing Spoiler is really good. Quicksand Elemental is just a straight meister that shrinks your opponent's entire board. Yeah, <laughs> <which> is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's just like, and it's an elemental. Ooh, whatever, man. Yeah. All right, and it's a neutral. Yep, Quicksand Elemental that Dude, needed to be printed. Pretty- that's well. Rav Golem. Golem is just Like a, uh, I think Rap Golem is an upgrade to the uh, Obsidian Destroyer. That oh was- yeah,
0: yeah. A long time ago. That's right. It's better. It's, I, like, I think way reborn, better, I actually.
2: Reborn is definitely better than 2 extra health on, them I in mean, like this, so... Yeah, it's um, not even
0: close, right? It's, yeah, Re- Reborn is definitely way you're better. You're
2: not going to play this main deck, but if you get it off something like Conjurer's Calling, like, you go um, Rattle Bouncer, Conjurer's Calling, or you go, like, uh, Pharaoh's Cat into Rap Golem, which is, that's yeah. probably, like, good, right?
0: Or, or that rogue card, right? We can draw a Reborn card or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pharaoh's Cat. Yeah, Pharaoh's Cat, right, right. Um... Okay, uh, let's keep going here.
2: Uh, you know, Mermy is just very solid.
0: Mm, nothing too crazy. This this is obviously in, interesting in a way, but it's just too slow. This is way too slow.
2: Are you talking about a newbie set the Warbringer? Yeah,
0: Warbringer. You, you can't control yeah. that, right? And it's like...
2: It's going to be good. Off of like again, it's like conjure's calling, or you run it with the uh, Anka, the Buried, the five mana right. five five broke. But yeah,
0: but you're I, right. Mermy is going to be like one of those.
2: Uh, Mermy is very solid. Yeah, Mirmis nothing
0: great. too great, but it's it's super good. Like reborn.
2: I think it's I think it's a really powerful one drop because yeah, it's, it's got the really Murloc which is uh, I think Murloc Tex is one of the most important in terms of like tribal synergies. Like they are probably the most tempo oriented uh, tribe. Mm-hmm. you know like beasts doesn't matter that much but like murloc synergizes with other murlocs like super well and you have a murloc that when it dies it summons another murloc for one mana which is it's very powerful in terms of like <laughs> super uh,
0: powerful and it's neutral too so it could be played in yes, the hunter yes. deck or the shaman deck or any i mean it's it's yes. sticky that's all it needs to be you know crazy yes, that's all it needs to be. exactly so, yeah um see anything here Here's are seeing here the next
2: comment. line isn't that Crazy serpent egg is like kind of reminiscent of uh, a Nerubian egg, but I think it's actually worse. No, uh, yeah, extra health on the first minion and less health or less attack on the second minion are both bad things. One, (laughs) your egg as little health as possible, and the thing to be as big as possible. So, serpent egg seems like maybe a little bit too weak compared to Nerubian egg. Yeah,
0: I I think so too. Nerubian is definitely way better than that, Uh, not way better, but just better. Uh, Yeah. yeah, nothing too interesting here, just.
2: And that, that's the thing about, like, small minions, right, is that it's only slightly better, but, like, at low mana cost, slightly better is leagues a difference. A lot better, yeah, exactly. So, like, one extra attack or one extra health on a 10-mana card, like, a 12-11 and a 12-12 isn't really going to change Deathwing, but, like, a th- 3-2 and a 3-1 at one mana is, like, insanely important.
0: Yeah. It's true. Okay, let's see. Battlecry 4
2: this golden scare is pretty solid it's a three mana two, is the problem
0: yeah but you're just oh no you're discovering a card right 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 yeah you don't I mean, get we, we, it. we've had to we've had this card,
2: wow, that would be powerful,
0: yeah but. i mean we've had cards like this in the past but obviously the i think the power level is higher right now yeah which which it wasn't before it wasn't an expansion ago now all of a sudden this is just like
2: yeah this ain't powerful enough which is i
0: don't yeah. know I mean, because it's, it, before, what was the card before? It was like three mana, two, two, that we could drew a card. It was, uh,
2: um, there, well, uh, there was a Cabal, uh, Black, uh co- no, Cabal.
0: yeah, right, right, right.
2: Cabal, Cabal uh, like Crystal Keeper or something. It was a uh, three mana, two, two that discovered, like, a card yeah. from Warlock Priest and made.
0: Yeah, yeah, but exactly.
2: it, it, it was still like very fringe play in Reno decks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think Golden Scarab has, would ever been like a powerhouse in Hearthstone, but like yeah. it definitely won't see play in this. bet. I think there's just too many powerful cards. Uh, uh, okay. And the Living Monument is like a, it's a re- another another good uh, conjurer's calling target from your Sea Giant, right? Like you, yeah. that's like one of the best things you can get because suddenly you're protected. Like you, you spend a lot of time just like letting your opponent hit you to do this mm-hmm. swing turn, and Living Monument is. There's nothing
0: better. Yeah, this is absolutely the best thing. Like, 412 is not going to be better than this, right? So, yeah, yeah, this is absolutely the best. Uh, Keep going here. Deal 5 damage. Okay. It's a powerful card. Okay.
2: And then uh, Faceless Lurker is, like, you were talking about you wanted taunts for uh, Tom Oh, yeah, yeah, this one, yeah. This is like a 5 out of 510. Not too bad. Yeah. Don't listen. Yeah,
0: definitely really good. Fine... Uh, all right, keep going. Uh,
2: Beaming sidekick is a really good one drop.
0: Give a friendly minion plus two health. Okay, yeah.
2: Like if you think of it as a one mana one four, that'd be like well, one of the best one drops ever. I printed. mean, but you can't
0: play it on but one. You can't, you can't play it on one one drop exactly. Yeah, like it, yeah, it, it
2: a yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Or like odd paladin would love this card, for example.
0: Yeah. Anything else uh, here? I
2: don't... Cold Sand Trooper I think is a little bit too expensive for an aggro deck. I could be wrong on that card, but I, I don't think it's a... I think like Lepernome for one extra mana and one extra damage on the death Rattle I don't think is good enough.
0: Yeah. Injured Tolvir. I mean if you buffed this, this would be super good, right? And it's only it's it's just, it's like it's like River Croc, worst case.
2: Right? Yeah, it's it's a river croc. <laughs> river croc's yeah. generally, like not not great. If, if you if you need like extra effort to make the river croc better that's <laughs> yeah generally not like, good <laughs> that costs mana that's what i mean like so yeah i, I'm not, I don't think uh intro year is like amazing
0: okay well anyways that's all the cards i believe yeah there's the rest of them, these are tokens so um so that's amazing dude i mean i mean i'm excited to to get it it's, so it's, it's going to flip everything i mean it, obviously the archetypes might still be some similarities here and there but we're gonna see like a like a large amount of new cards uh, being played, so um, excited. You know, like I, yeah. I, you know, what, is, yes. what do you think about this? Like, do, is this a good thing? Is this you know like like one thing that we talked about back when the reset happened? You know, just this past year, <laughs> is that oh, we're finally gonna get Hearthstone at a, like a lower power. Um, you know, just from a it's a lower powered Hearthstone, so we you know there's a little bit more uh, space to re- maneuver, and I think Rise of Shadows kind of moved, you know, it, it was relatively um, contained in terms of power, but this is just, like, you know, Frozen Throne level. You know, like, it, it's it's outright just uh, it could have impact for the next year.
2: Um, I think that it's uh, a good and bad thing. It's a good thing in the sense that, like, it lets players do, like, broken stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's bad in the sense that if they aren't on top of, like, keeping things in and check. Then the meta could like be super disastrous if like something is just way too powerful compared to everything else. But like I, I think this kind of risk taking is okay, especially when you take it uh, when you like think about how they've been uh like balance patching constantly for yeah. the last several months. Um, like the the way that Blizzard or like the game designers at Blizzard have been uh balancing Hearthstone has been like super cool to see for like the last year. And if they keep doing that, then they could print these powerful sets as long as they continue to do consistent balance patches yeah
0: you know, okay. so I think
2: I think that uh, increased schedule of balancing leads to these sets being okay
0: yeah one thing I'm happy about you know again with Grand Masters that we're going to get a chance to see a lot you know a lot more decks you know if there is just one deck that's super powerful you know, we can ban it, you know, or you can protect it, but we'll at least see another, you know, a couple, couple other decks, you know, going against each other. So um, there's going to be a lot to choose from here. So we'll see what you guys come up with. Excited to see that. Uh, quick question before we take off, just with a Q Q&A. There's one pretty good question from Ahmed or Ahmed, that's uh, so our our normal, our regular in terms of asking questions. So, should Blizzard allow GMs? And and this is disregarding you know you replacing dog. So don't you know? Hopefully, you don't t- take it you know <laughs> wrong at all. But should Blizzard allow GMs to stream GM matches on their channel, and the streamers provide commentary on them in order to keep streamers like Dog in the system while attracting their viewer base to to esports. Um, that's a good question because like you know i think dogs. it's, it's a very multi-layered
2: yeah. question right because yeah. like there's a lot of things that you have to say about it um i think that on the surface uh like answering that question by itself with no other like strings attached i would say no i, I think if you are a uh, gm like part of the reason that they've got you in the system is to like play the game and like get you as a As a resource, pretty much for the stream, right? Mm -hmm. Like they want they want people watching, they want eyes on the stream instead of other streams. You know, they're putting a lot of like effort and time and stuff into the Grandmaster League, so obviously it makes sense for them to want no competition during that time from the people that are like playing the game for them, right? Um, But there's like a lot of other stuff that is involved in like keeping streamers invested, like dog. Um, Like, one of the reasons that Dog quit was was not really because of the fact that he couldn't stream specifically during, like, Grandmasters. Uh, it was that he didn't like the format, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, if the format was better for Dog, you know, if he had more incentive to play and to compete because he really enjoys competing, then he would have been totally fine with it, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, uh, they have updated the, the, the system for this... Uh, upcoming expansion so i think it'll be fine i don't really think that was like the major issue of why dog left sure obviously dog like a lot of people likes money so he chose <laughs> the higher monetary investment but i don't really think it was 100 percent because of that the dog quit it was more so he wasn't a fan of the league system right
0: yeah i mean he, he definitely wasn't a fan what, of the
2: current way of current specialists and just like playing two games yeah.
0: Okay, so the, I guess the question is, is and this is again like I I don't want to ask too much just because you know this would have impacted you, but um, you know like did he know then? Did he know they were switching to to conquest and it was going to be different? Or I have no idea. Yeah, I see.
2: Like i I'm, that, that, that that is above my levels. So. I kind of
0: assume he do he. I mean I assume he did know that. Like I, I would think that they would have tried to keep him somehow. You know and. And I think that, um, you know, tell, kind of giving him, under NDA, you know, just uh, just information beforehand, he'd probably known that. So, you know, I, I think well, that... Well,
2: the good thing is, is that uh, it's not like Dog is really in a spot where he, like, I would say, screwed over because uh, he left the league too early. Remember that he yeah. won Vegas, right? So if he yeah. does want to come back than the current system for Inviting Oh, right, friends. right. It's the highest prize of money earners, and Dog is... Oh, so <laughs> he, he's still going to be at World Championship, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? if, if Dog yeah. wants to come back, he can always come back. So if he likes yeah. the system in 2020, you'll be seeing Dog in the format. Ah,
0: good point. That's actually... I didn't really... I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he, wouldn't, it be, be, it wouldn't it be pretty funny if he wins the World Championship and he's actually not in GM yeah. anymore? That would be kind of crazy
2: if i don't think like dog left on bad terms or anything you know no, like he I made it so clear that if, if the system yeah. got better like at least in terms of what he thought was better then yeah. he'd be happy to come back and he has the opportunity to because of how uh how yeah. well he did at vegas so
0: yeah so to answer the question I, I think that you know what you're saying is basically it wasn't it wasn't really a factor for him um i think it that- was a
2: factor it wasn't a big one yeah. and i think that it was just like for dog specifically he is such a big streamer that he could say hey like monetarily like this isn't worth it for me but that yeah. that isn't like a like gm is quite a lofty gig right like the amount that you get paid for like the amount of time that they require from you isn't is like is very high so it's just dog is one of the few people where it's higher than that you know yeah yeah
0: so um so yeah yeah you know i yeah, it's it's kind of a hit like for my my opinion on just like allowing streamers to do it or not it's kind of like it's like 50-50 because, like, I totally agree with you and everything yeah. you said. You know, like, it is about that main broadcast. But, you know, nowadays, it's like, you know, we kind of saw a little bit with the Fortnite stream because the Fortnite stream was dispersed amongst a lot of the streamers, you know, like Ninja's channel. And I don't know if you followed it or not, but the World the World yeah. Cup was, like, you know, dispersed in a lot of ways. It did kind of converge a bit at the end. But, um, but you know, nowadays, it, it is... that That's what Twitch... That's what the Twitch ecosystem is now. You know, like, it really does favor... Or, or it does really um, uh, just generally with like sponsorships and, and, and just where everything is moving, it is very streamer centric type of environment. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, there is something to be said to just ad- ad- adapting events to really take that into account. You know, maybe every streamer has to like have a certain overlay. You know, like, and we still have you know sponsorships for all these events, still getting their their impressions, and, and you know just just fulfilling those those uh, things in, in terms and, and agreements. But um, but you know, I, I think that there there is something to be said with that. I know the Blizzard team spends a lot of money in, in this crazy production, and they do a great job at it. But the reality is that like you know, I think you would potentially get more people like in aggregate if you did have all these people... Possibly. Just shooting, like, I, it's, yeah. it's
2: a bit above my pay grade. Like, yeah, if, yeah, of course it's you know, above everybody. spend more time yeah. just trying to play the game rather than worrying about Yeah, this, you yeah know, like, of course. So, I, I show up and play some cards. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, of course, of course. So, uh, but anyways, definitely, obviously, decisions Blizzard, you know, they're, they're going to know best. But, um, <coughs> uh, definitely interesting question. Okay, man, let's wrap up. It's uh, it was fun, man. Definitely great talking cards with you and getting your insight on all these things, and obviously getting a chance to talk to you about GM and and uh, definitely going to be rooting for you this this coming season and hopefully seeing you at uh, not only the playoffs but hopefully seeing you win and get to the World Championships too, man. That's going to be
2: awesome. Thank you so much for having me, man. I had a a lot of fun on this uh on this cast. Yeah, I hope hopefully I do well. You know, like it'd be cool to make worlds. Not not the expected, that's not the, the expected outcome, but yeah. sometimes, you know, the unexpected happens. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. Nice. Got a dream, right? Got a dream. Um, is there any shout outs you want to do before we take
2: off? Shout outs I want to do? Not off the top of my head, um, okay. just the Hearthstone community community in general, people mm-hmm. watching. Like, you guys are cool. Hearthstone community rocks. Yeah. So. <laughs> just an overall shout out to them.
0: All right, cool. And I uh, will kind of uh, I second that. You know, you guys watching. Uh, I know it's a l- little bit later tonight, so thanks for uh, you know kind of watching us at that new time. But uh, I want to give a shout out to you, of course, joining me today. And if you guys want- missed any of the show, you can go to YouTube.com/slash V and catch uh, the vod there once I post it. Also, you can find us on all the, the audio channels, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, uh, Google Play, soundcloudcom chamv so you can find it just where you always find it. But it's going to be an exciting week, guys. Just definitely be on the lookout. De- play Hearthstone. Um, you know, just uh, the the main Hearthstone Twitter will obviously be keeping everybody updated on everything. But lots of I'm sure there's going to be lots of uh, uh, theorycraft streams and and uh, firesides and things like that to play. So keep a lookout for that. But uh, until then, guys, for uh, gallon and myself, ChamMV we'll see you in two weeks.